violet tchotchke in the tartan look when you put your thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. I almost fell off of my chair. Um, and speaking about a reveal, oh. I would have somehow liked to have seen it judged a little because I'm getting boy. I actually really enjoyed seeing your real boy body. You kind of had that essence of those crazy skinny models that may or may not have boobs. Thank you, Kathy. You know, when Michelle says that thing about, like, I'm getting boy, and there's that sound cue, that shady sound cue, I wish that, or I guess whenever I hear that, I always picture that old woman from the season six stand-up challenge when Laganja is up there, and she goes, what? (laughs) And so I always, with the purple hat, she puts her sewing down or knitting down. So I think of her when I hear that sound, and I suppose I felt like her when I heard that clip. Sure. So I was like, really, girl? Well, yeah, it's almost like, it's in retrospect, it's uh, a jing for Michelle, mm-hmm. but during the actual filming, it was a jing for Violet. Yeah, this jing put its thing down, flipped it, and reversed it exactly. And now look where we are—a 2018 jing flip. Yeah, and yeah. you think about all of the queens that uh, came after this. I'm thinking of Naomi Smalls. Oh yeah, who was right after this. I mean, I think Raja did this as well. But yeah, uh, you mm-hmm. know, with flat boobs, you Her know, entrance was was flat chested. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you think about, uh, you know, that just that couture fashion look, mm-hmm. where it's like, absolutely not. Do you need to have boobs to look amazing in this dress? Yeah, um, um, they're and called that- unnecessary, Ed. You know, <laughs> and like they're called nuanced, Ed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and to Kathy Griffin's point, it's like there are so many models out there where this is the body type. That even if you were doing a feminine illusion, this is still realistic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you think about uh, just boob size in general, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, men have big boobs, girls have big boobs, mm-hmm. or small on 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 both genders, right? And then there's the other idea of, of someone like Violet Chachki, who is gender fluid, mm-hmm. and it's like you're gonna define somebody's you know sexual uh they're just their sex right by if they have boobs or not right and i mean i think when you look at the entire look obviously which is just um naked tucked in makeup and heels i mean to me especially being naked violet is doing this like quintessential perfect example of fucking with gender sure you know and it's like here it is it's like she's so femme it's being slapped in your face the definition of fucking with gender right you know you can't miss it yeah and so to me it's like this this loses points because no boobs? Right. Like, because she didn't have an India Farah breastplate? Yeah, it, <laughs> Chanel breastplate. Come on now. I, it reminded me of RuPaul saying uh, to, um, why am I drawing a blank? Oh, season one. Um, Nina Flowers? No, 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 no. Uh, the other bald queen. Oh, Angina. Angina, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, of Angina, when he's like, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting little boy because oh, you're right. bald. And fast forward to multiple seasons later, you have two season winners. Oh my god, that are bald queens. That's yep. That's and, a great point. And you know, while all the while, like femininity is also defined by long hair, and we talk about man buns all the time, and mm-hmm. that being an attack on gender, right? Um, and why so many people are disgusted by them. Mm-hmm. Um, but and women. Well, we just met Mother Mary Shane, Mother Mary Shane just yeah. recently and clear proof that a woman does not need to have long hair to be a woman. Exactly. And so the same is with, with the boobs, Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anyway, I, th- I just thought this was an interesting clip of the week because not only do we hear in retrospect this kind of 
gaff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Violet goes on, spoiler alert, to win the series. Right. Or the season. Right. Um, she won the series. The Mary. whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Drag Race is canceled. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I know that Violet's certainly going to go on a journey with us at All Right Mary because... You know she's prickly on this season, mm-hmm. um, and it in a, in a similar way to Aquaria, right? Because she's this young kid who's cocky, mm-hmm. who just kind of speaks her mind, and is you know kind of aloof mm-hmm. um, and very fashion forward, yeah, um, and certainly a looks queen. Um, and uh, it's just going to be interesting to see who Violet is, and to hear that Violet start Violet starts here, and then also wins this challenge. Right, right. One, it's funny you mentioned Aquaria because I think of her, and I just think of how. She typically doesn't pad, doesn't wear boobs. Right. Like I mean, there's so many looks that she's she's won challenges in looks that we're not trying to give you a feminine or a classic female body or whatever the term may be. Was doing just doing drag, yeah. You know, and I think you know because obviously Marys, we're not attacking Michelle, but I think it's an interesting. Oh no way! Yeah, you know, it's an interesting place to land because it's like boy, how quickly we evolved. We're talking about season seven, yeah. And by season eight, and we had just seen Milk in season six, mm. like, even in season seven, this felt like a slightly antiquated statement. Sure. I remember Merle saying this back in season one, season two, but it's like, well, that was season one, season two. Right. So it's, um, it is, it's, it's, it's surprising. And it's something to kind of put a pin in, especially with like season 11, you know, is, is always thinking about like, okay, well, what's Michelle responding to now? Yeah. And what is that? signifying because obviously this is also editing of a much longer critique absolutely why is what sound bites are they using in season 11 versus what they were using in season seven yeah and also i guess to michelle's defense like her role her her character on rupaul's drag race is to be a nitpicker and to always find something and to push these girls Mm -hmm. and so she had to find something. So she's right. like, well, you kind of looked like a boy up there. So I wonder. And um, as, as a non-binary person, also Violet as a person, I can understand why later in the se- season she says, I hate Michelle Visage. I think she says like the next episode. Yeah. 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 Um, I wonder. She's attacked. To play devil's advocate, what she could have done. I, like, I think of you know, like Valentina's Madonna look, right? Which is obviously also quite naked. Boy. Yeah. But like. Quote unquote. But I mean, I, when I see that look, I don't, I, I didn't think like, oh, the proportions are wrong. Like when someone says boy or girl, I think what they're saying, or at least what I'm thinking when I'm talking about the Valentino look is like, it's about creating this like a sort of classically feminine body. Oh, I see. You know, and I think there was certainly like body makeup. There was, there were elements to what Valentino was doing that I think worked and, and obviously had no drag. So was there something Violet could have done that would have gotten her the same, you know? Violet's certainly skinnier, right? I, I, and think I don't, the issue? I don't mean that Valentina is, is like she's just got some curves volu- already. Yeah, she's yeah. A, a little bit more voluptuous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So perhaps that's you know it could just be that. Like yeah. Her hips are wider. Yeah. You know. But like now he's even as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking of of Kate Moss. I'm thinking of all hey, of these oh, models. Oh, there's no question. Um, part of me is that like, it's why way are, off. Yeah. Why are we uh, not and like rhetorically? Why are we even talking about this? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Obviously, but yeah. we know why we're talking. We know. About yeah. This. Of course. Right. Because it's our <laughs> clip of the week. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I can't even believe this is a debate like this is so stupid if it's if the whole rule is about looking more like a woman whatever that means done yeah whatever that means (laughs) right 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 i mean it's it's about owning the character and owning who that woman is Mm -hmm. and i think violet because it's the first episode maybe hasn't defined what that is for michelle visage yeah Um, but thank god you know kathy griffin yeah um you know our 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 
red-haired, fiery right. uh, comedian, yeah. 53-year-old comedian. Yeah, um, yeah, bringing some wisdom <laughs> to this judge's table. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it's just refreshing that she was there to say that. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's very fashion. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think especially Kathy Griffin, like her perspective, you know, because you kind of expect her to, or the sound clips they use of her to be the jokes and the digs and the ribs because she's there to keep it funny. Right. But it's like, oh, that's like a very salient point, Miss sure. Griffin. Yeah. So I happy to have you here. Yeah. It's yeah. that reminder of like, oh no, 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 she's like a, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. 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 She's and, a valid judge. And and obviously Michelle's reaction to her reminded me of the Leah Remini episode when oh, yeah. she's like, so am I. And then Leah like hits her. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's you know it, it's also as we as we tiptoe into season seven there's also the evolution of michelle visage as the the stern aunt the yeah. stern aunt however you may pronounce aunt. it um because i think that's a character that evolves and changes by by later seasons yeah and i um i don't know if do you think that michelle puts on different gloves for different queens like rupaul does i'm thinking of like a kimchi versus yeah. like uh you know uh, nina uh, yeah no i know what you're saying i don't i think rupaul definitely does the distinctive Gloves for queens, boobs for queens, gloves for queens. Because certainly for Pearl, she was like, yeah, she had like hard, you know, brass knuckles. On. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She just put like sandpaper on and just yeah. Freddy Krueger gloves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think Michelle just, I don't, and I don't know, but I almost feel like after the whole adore thing and All Stars two, oh, I feel like Michelle eased up a little. Okay, and I think. Not in a way that felt like she was taking the edge off of her role. I just think she was choosing a new way to like be a judge that yeah. I think was more in line with where the show was going. That's a really great point because when you think about her in season 10, it didn't seem as uh, rough. Exactly. And I just think that was just like the whole it wouldn't have made sense to keep someone that challenging and that difficult especially with the rest of the judges panel like when santino was there it was like michelle you're never going to be like the worst of the bunch right you know right so now I he think, was never right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and it's interesting i think um is it this episode is it untucked where uh they're like oh i wish santino yeah. was here yeah it was untucked yeah yeah, yeah. so well because um, i think that they uh, ginger minge was like super attracted to him too right but didn't someone say like they liked his fashion too they they mentioned uh one of them mentioned but i feel like one of them also said yeah but like if he doesn't like what you're wearing oh right then he won't change then he won't change yeah 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 yeah, yeah well, that happens yeah yeah well uh that's our clip of the week mary uh i think we should dive into this episode yes. and this season Woo! But before we do that, we should let our Marys know what they are listening to. They are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Um, what about 80s? Glam Rock is expensive. What about All Right, Mary is expensive? <laughs> Nothing. Um, which is a sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to have to sell it. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash All Right, Mary. Um, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDBD TV show. I'm did I already cover? Did I already say all that? No. Okay, good. Sorry. I'm, I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. <laughs> and we're off to a great start. Um, and uh, we are finally back in the workroom. We are yeah. back in. We have not been in the workroom. It's been a summer and a fall, Mary. You betcha. And now we are rising again. Yeah. Um, and so we are back in the workroom for the ubiquitous season seven, which I have to tell you from the first episode. Watching it the first time, I mean, we, we all had the same feeling of like, mm, someone doesn't feel right. There's a pebble in this shoe. But recapping it, I, 
I'm to paraphrase uh, Peppermint. I'm really digging season seven. You know, I it it's, it boggles me in retrospect. Cause I'm, well, I know I know what the problems are going to be. Like yep. I I kind of already know, but uh, there's so many iconic moments and gifts and memes and quotes already from the first episode mm-hmm. and then you consider the cast and you're like oh my god how yeah. what happened to this season and so i think for me g- coming back to season 7 is really important because we write it off so easily and there's there's some moments in here that we should dig up and oh, and, yeah. and you know i think if anything my prediction is that we are going to come out of the season with even if we don't think oh this is one of the best seasons there's going to be some of the some moments it's going to be a some of its parts and I already know some of my favorite moments. You know, like I can already re- think of like um, Katya and Miss Fame talking about sobriety. Sure. That's an amazing moment. Yeah. Um, and I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. I mean, just seeing Katya again and just remembering the way that she like changed the game when it came to being the narrator. The narrator. Um, yeah. Like all of that. It's like, oh, God, this is like, this is a great season. I will say my first critique going in is that I think because they were cramming in so much this first episode, we didn't get to know anybody. Oh, no. This was, yeah. And, I mean, you're coming off of season six, right? So I think Mm -hmm. that was also uh, a hindrance and Mm -hmm. something else to season seven as a whole um, because they wanted to keep the lightning in the bottle. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, well, you know, I don't really know if you did that. And some of these challenges were written poorly, right? So you had that. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think the script editors had their hands full because when when it came to Untucked, right, this was the first time also mm-hmm. that Untucked was not that interior losing's lounge. Yeah, yeah. And so it just becomes this kind of like, and we hear that in this particular Untucked when they're like, so who did you not like? Uh, when you first got in the workroom and nobody wanted to say anything. Yeah. They were like, uh... Because it felt too real. Well, that's what's crazy is where Untucked has gone from super produced, overproduced, especially five and six. Campy. Totally into like not produced at all in season like seven. Literally documentary style. Yeah. And then they did a produced documentary style by seven by eight and nine and by ten it was basically oh the old untucked again. Totally. Just with like a shittier just set. Different. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. look different. Uh cheaper set maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry form decor. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and you think about uh even the clips that they've uh released, which Mary's if you haven't watched the clips that were released along with this first untucked, mm-hmm. it's like right before they enter the workroom Yes. And then, like, interviewing them in the hotel room when mm-hmm. they first get there. And you see the producers being like, yep, you can't do this and you can't do this. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, what if there's a fire? You know, right. and it's just like. There's that moment where they have to prompt Pearl to say it the yes. way they need her to say it. Yes. It's what so, are you excited about? Right. Yeah. Right. And it's uh-huh. it's scary. Well, that's the other thing to watch going in. And you see hints of it right away is that Pearl is she's not doing this reality TV game from the start. But, and, and to Pearl's defense, I think she, she starts to get better. I, there's, there's hints of when, and I kind of love Pearl, mm-hmm. um, cause I've watched the first three episodes already, but, and we're only going to talk about episode one, but just watching the first three episodes, there's hints where she gets it or where mm-hmm. she knows what to do. Right. And sometimes she doesn't do it, but there are hints when she's like really engaged and really kind of doing the reality thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes she gets tired. Now I want to know after watching the Hey Queen interview, 
where that all happened because to be perfectly honest with you, I haven't seen like a shift in Pearl except mm-hmm. for the do I have something on my face episode. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched ahead. I've been just doing one at a time. Got so it. it's something to watch. Yeah. Um, I think that like to your point, I think that Pearl is more of a Jane than a Valerie. You know what I mean? Like I think that like Pearl is. What does that mean? Like I think that like Valerie knows how to be on TV. Like Valerie Cherish. Of oh, yes. oh, oh, instead of Jane. Yeah. Jane. Yeah. yeah okay. Like she knows how to be on television. She knows what to do in front of an audience like it, it's just like oh oh this is where you have to be on and she like knows how to you know find her light and all that sure pearl and this is none of this is a dig against pearl i actually appreciate this is like she doesn't play those games and so i think that she certainly has to if she has to stay on the show but i mean even from this first episode when she says what do you think it means oh yeah i heard she's that. not gonna do the fake responses like right. she's not, and i kind of am loving that yeah the sarcasm in there yeah right? like i didn't really appreciate it the first time but i think that i'm going to come out of this with a much like season two with tyra and raven i'm going to come out of this with a very different point of view sure on pearl yeah and uh, you know i think about the tempest though uh sorry not that tempest mm. uh tempest is your um she to me also read as like uh no let's be real i'm just here mm-hmm. and not putting on any airs uh, but I think in a more engaging way than someone like Pearl, because Pearl also th- there there's something else there, and maybe mm-hmm. it's her youth. Yeah, and you think about you know the stories they come from. The Tempest is married with kids, right? Tempest has is, lived a life, lived a life, and and is like managing a life. She's there. Yeah, yeah. She has to be present. She's, yeah, she's not thinking about how she looks, where she is. Mm-hmm. You know what her ex boyfriend told her she looked like. Yeah, yeah. N- yeah none of that. None of that matters and i think doesn't matter does it doesn't matter (laughs) and it's a shame that we don't get more of her this season because i think that's a really nice energy i missed her when uh, when i first watched the season i was rooting for tempest yeah yeah i mean i just would have loved to see i love a queen like that you know and it was like her and kasha it was like oh cool all right yeah and you know we knew these weren't bianca queens they weren't they were older but they weren't bianca queens and so, I mean, yeah, when Tempest went, I was like, oh, man, it's not going to be the season I want. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Um, um, well, let's jump into this workroom. We're ready to go back. Okay, we have pink walls. Pink walls. <laughs> pink walls. They're not red yet. The inflammation is at a minimum. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and we get our first queen to enter. Oh. The space goose herself, Miss Fame. Beyond this planet, beautiful. Looking to leave a beauty mark on the face <laughs> of this planet. She's yeah, a goddamn brand. Serving you vivacious realness. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was just spiny and spiky. And oh, there was something like really club kid beautiful about mm-hmm. it. Really yeah, I like appreciate she, it. She's just so, I, I, I mean, right from the start, there's that thing of like, she's she's this goofy kid pretending to be this cool ice queen. Right. And like, she's not being mean about it. She's just having a good time being an ice queen. But like. She's the nicest person in the room. You know what I mean? The yeah, I hear that. Feels. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're just playing. All right. You're right. harmless. Right. Um, I, I don't think she's calculating. No, yeah. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I think that like she's already just so interesting to me because of the dichotomy between how polished she is and how like doofy she actually is. Yeah, and you know? as gay people or as women, right, like we are so quick to judge those that are beautiful. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, is like, you know, just immediately writing them off and even like, they try to do that edit when Max shows up of like, you know, tearing her newspaper. Oh, all of that was totally bullshit. produced. Yeah. yeah. No, all of that was produced. Yeah. I didn't. I, yeah, for sure. Well, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the glamour toad walks in. Ginger yeah. Minge. I know. And there was that feeling of like, oh yeah. Cause 
Ginger, I mean, She's top three. It's uh, now look at her. top three all stars. Right. The the drag queen, uh, the little drag cartoon. Oh yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, she's one of the voices of that. Yeah. And hopefully Ursula. You know what I mean? It's I like, know, right? I mean, it's with bitch pudding as the eel. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I just think like that's so cool to see how many of these queens. This entrance is the beginning of something huge. Totally. And that's like that's what I thought when I saw Ginger. And what's interesting about Ginger, and it'll be interesting to see her journey because she kind of enters the room as kind of an adult right yeah. where you're like oh you got your head on i feel like you're talking to me mm-hmm. like you, this is i'm right there with you girl like, right but you, you like, know what's going on it's like 29 though right yeah. yeah and and she and and as we'll see in the season she she's shady yeah she is petty and shady and uh sees that and that certainly might come from her experience as a drag queen as a bigger girl or mm-hmm. i don't even know but uh or as someone who's just very talented right yeah yeah no that's i'm i'm interested to watch ginger this time to really see like now that i now that i know her better in a way like i've seen so much more of her is like what did i not see the first time yeah um i mean i think she's a great queen i think she's a great performer uh she's She's so fun to watch in the performance challenges. And I think that question of like, okay, what was missing for like, did, did she not win? Cause something was missing or did she not win? Because no one could beat Violet this season. Yeah. You know? Right. Cause she was really killing it all season. Right. You know, she had some missteps, but she then killed those lips. I mean, there are plenty of people that think that ginger was robbed. I mean, I remember when this aired, I was on team ginger because yeah. it was like, you had Violet and Pearl who reminded you of the pretty girls, yeah. the mean girls. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, no, no. The Jinx needs to win. Yes. Sharon needs to win. Yeah. We either need you to know? have like the Bianca who is like polished and helping everybody or the Jinx or the right. Sharon, like the outcast, like gone are the days of the Tyra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so you think like. Or the Raja, you know. And so you think of Pearl and Violet and you're like, what? What happened to Katya? What happened to Trixie? Yeah. Kennedy. I was like, why didn't Kennedy get in over Pearl? Yeah. I remember that was like a huge outrage. I remember when it got down to top four and I was like, there's no way Pearl's going to get to no top way. three. Yeah. And, and I, it's, and we said the same about Cameron though too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that'll be interesting to talk about like what was missing. What, what was it about Kennedy? You know, yeah. it's almost like Darian. I kind of always I see her as, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like well, she, she is top four. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you made top four. Like something was missing. Right. You know, um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, JDF. JDF. Laura Flynn Boyle. Yes, Laura Flynn Boyle. <laughs> Laura Flynn Boyle. I guess that's what I'm going to call her the rest of the season. Laura Flynn Boyle. Uh, Jaden Dior Fierce. Yes. Uh, serving Life, which I think is a great tagline. Yeah, I mean, she is... Th- she's got great talking head, she's too. She's a big old bowl of fun soup. Yeah. I really think she's like... when Jade. <laughs> Yeah, like when when Jaden walked in, Those I was glasses. I was immediately <laughs> like Chucky glasses. I was immediately happy that her energy was in the room. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It was yeah. like, oh, you're a good energy because you're nice and you're you're connective and right. you're warm. And you're young and, and, and young. spunky. Yeah, like you. Good thing you're here. Yeah, yeah. No, I was happy to see her right away. Totally. Yeah. Um, my first cringe moment happens next. Oh boy. And uh, this is my best impression of it. Ooh la 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 la. And that's Violet's entrance yeah. line. Um, <laughs> she walked in sounding like an old Marlon Brando. <laughs> I wonder if she knew that the audio was on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's a when reference. people like are supposed to just uh, when they're taking a picture and you laugh mm-hmm. to like 
I think of Top Model, right. where it's like, scream, scream while they're taking the picture of you, and then mm-hmm. we'll get that moment. So I always, it's almost felt like she was modeling mm-hmm. and she was getting her picture taken. It's like, ooh, la la, la la, la la. Right. It's like, yeah, or like someone who doesn't know that you have the, like the video camera on. Right. And yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and so. <laughs> I Love know that. that she's she's doing a reference. I and I don't remember what it was. I should have looked it up, but there is some kind of there is something of someone saying that very seductively. Okay. But it is not an entrance. If you're going to do it, you got to do it, you know? And I just think that like it just came off as like feeling a little shy. Yeah, and who knows, maybe she did this entrance 3 times. I don't know if this was the best out of three, you know, Um, it was a weird entrance and um, a rough start. (laughs) I mean, right. For a queen who otherwise kind of kills it. Totally. Um, I mean, the look was. was Oh, yeah. Come on, shoes. Come on, shoes. Yeah. Yeah, This really was the season of come on as a catchphrase. Like Laganja started it as a thing. Sure. And then this was the season when queens like Trixie or Jaden like picked it up as as come on and things. Come on, chin strap. Come on, chin strap. Yeah, strap. strap. She's she from, strap. certainly from the Midwest in this season. I mean, the extra wise. She and strap. Strap. I mean, you'll hear it. I mean, she says Drake. Uh huh. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. I, oh, it's so cute. I, you know, I, I went to school and lived in the Midwest uh, for eight years, and those Midwest accents, I always clock them. I'm I like, I hear them. it. Oh, bagels. Oh God, yeah. Bagels, bags. Mm-hmm, uh, it's very Canadian, but mm-hmm. uh, also, I mean, she's from Wisconsin. So it's all just I totally hear it. And you don't hear it as much anymore. Like when we had the interview with her, like mm-hmm. you don't really hear so much of the Midwestness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love when I hear a little Canadian come out. Oh, sure. Oh, a sorry or a, a sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean anything drag. Yeah, drag. Any <laughs> a little Canadian. Um that'll do it. Uh but anyway, Violet, um, yeah, already the edit is kind of like where are they painting her, right? Yeah. She's like, is that conceited? So she's like, she's talking about how beautiful she is. Right, right, right. right. She and even e- later in the episode, she's like, yeah, I like two, look- two looks in one. Like, that's really hard to do. Yeah, like that's, I think that's pretty impressive. And, you know, in, again, in retrospect, kind of knowing Violet now, it's like certainly watching it at the time, it felt conceited. But now I think of, I think Violet saying like, you have to have a delusional level of self-confidence. Totally. Or I think maybe, it, I always talk about Katya talking about that when she talks about Violet. Like, you have we you know you have no one in the room cheering you on. Right, you I have to overcompensate. What, I think about what Bitch Putin just said mm-hmm. in the interview of like you're literally in a room with cameras and some cameramen that like d- are sleeping, right, or drooling at the mouth, mm-hmm. and you have to create your own energy. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, like someone like Aquaria or someone like Violet, it's like yeah, talk yourself up, yeah, and then they're gonna capture it as you know, right, this little clockable moment if they need to. Right, right, but you know I. I think at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, they could paint you to be conceited, but I feel like they can paint you however you want. Both of those queens won, you know? Oh, totally. So it's like, you know, you can be painted as conceited, but if you can follow it up with that two in one, if you can follow it up with everything Aquaria did, you kind of earn it. Right. You know? Well, so, in a way, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. Like you, you can't knock it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's something beautiful about being a humble winner. Of course. Right? I mean, I think I, about it, Sasha. I was going to say, Sasha Valor. Of yeah. course. But I, I, I can appreciate the necessity for otherwise in these situations. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, Max comes in. Well, it's about time. Uh, um, Starlet on the rise. Uh, what did you think of her when she were first walked in? I mean, yeah. Tall fish. Um, so I, 
I think that Max. I was excited is, by Max like, when I first saw this. When I first was, yeah, but the level of self-production. I mean, I have a theory. I mean, this is just like a theory that I wrote down just to play with. This is nothing serious. That like, you know, they hate self-producing on Drag Race. Yeah, and Max was doing it to such an egregious level, and like, oh, they were, and and thus the punishment her. was so drastic right and i know that that's not what the show is doing i am not don't do not write me letters (laughs) do not send me dms unless you're sliding into them for a reason um but uh i don't know it's just a way to think about it it's like max came in with a fucking accent yeah you know i mean it's just like every queen that's come in self-producing with lines and things like that yeah yeah gets Kind of the harsh, harsher end of the stick when they go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, and you you compare this to like the classic, you know, like a, like Laganja, Laganja season six era. We love her now. Oh you know? sure. Yeah. Well, and you think about it. I mean, when you put on a character, you're obviously protecting what is there. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why Max is hiding something else. Right. And of course, that's going to get exhausting, and that's mm-hmm. going to have some sort of meltdown, or there's going to be cracks, and people are going to call it out, and you're not going to know what to do, mm-hmm. because as Abora would say, I was just trying on a character. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm still figuring out who I am. You know, right. and and what I'm doing. And I think it's about when you do the character. I mean, I think about Ben de la Creme, right? It's like, when, when do you do the character and when do we need to see you? Because yeah. I think that like, you know, you, I mean, that's something that I'm going to be looking for. And we see it, we see it in Shakespeare. We see it in different moments right. of Max coming through. Yeah. And it's like, that's who won those challenges. Oh, sure. Not this, this, you know, character. It's Max Milanofi who won. Yeah. And so it's, that's going to be an interesting one to watch because, you know, she does so well. Yeah, she does do yeah. well. So, Haunted House. <laughs> until that point, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I also think it's fair to feel uncomfortable and cringe a little bit when we see that overproduction. Just like, oh, with, I was with so ben uncomfortable. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's this great shot of, and it's my favorite episode of this, my favorite nuance of this episode was Jaden and Violet, like, when Max first showed up, like oh, trying to decipher her. Right. And they're two very different energies because Violet is just giving her that like, okay, okay. look. And Jaden is kind of doing that very like patient play. Okay. Okay. Like trying to find where she could find a nice thing to say in response. Yeah. But yeah. she's like, I don't know what to say. To I mean, Max was dancing really fast when she walked in. She's like, oh, well, it was just Max. Max yeah. period. You know, you can pronounce it however you want, spell it however you want. Right. It's like she had never like test driven it in a, in a crowd. Right. You know, and right. all of a sudden like the wheels were spinning everywhere. Yeah. Nobody yeah. asked her like, so just Max? Yeah. So what is yeah. this? Right. Yeah. Why is it a boy's name? Yeah. You know, and equally it's like. You're just walking into the into the workroom. Oh I can my God. only imagine how nervous they Jesus. are. Like I, you know, we always try to give them that credit. Sure, sure. But um, yeah, she's. Uh, I like that she's yearning for old Hollywood glamour. I mean, that's very my aesthetic. Yeah, too. certainly. Um, uh, and then Ginger is like, you know, it's not the Queen of England, girl. And like, oh, Ginger. At the time, it sounded Shh. shady, but now I'm like, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, what's this? What are you doing here, Jeff? Yeah. What are you doing here, Max? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, this is this is a. Significant Significant moment. Yes. This is the beginning of a tremendous journey coming up. My God. This is the first we all, well, except for the Meet the Queens, which was also a significant moment, where we really meet Katya. Katya. Um, do you remember her Meet the, the Queens start. video? No. Oh, see, that, I remember when that came out, and hers was the one that jumped out to me as the one I liked, because I remember she made the one i remember two things one is everyone thought she was like a willem knockoff oh because the way she was posed oh wow and the way that she was dressed in those at in those that like it was like the white 
Remember? I don't. I didn't see the Meet the Queens, Mary. Really? You don't? No. Oh wow! Oh, you should totally. I didn't even see the Untucked when it aired. Oh, you should totally go back and see Katya's Meet the Queens. It's really interesting. But she's talking about the whole like come on thing, and she and she makes some joke of like come on this, come on muscular dystrophy, and she says that in her Meet the Queens, and I was just like, I don't know who you are. But I like that. Mm. And so, like, I knew coming in, it's like, I think, I mean, I know I'm excited about finding out what Katya is about. And that's like that Delta work moment you had when she walked down the runway. Oh, Kwanzaa realness. Yes. Where I was like, I don't know what that is, but I love it. Right. Um, and so now kind of seeing her enter the workroom, it's just like, fuck. Like, it, here it is. It's she's so. I mean, she feels so different from what she is now, right? Like, she feels like she's grown and changed tremendously. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. She's older. She's experienced. She's gone to rehab. You know, mm-hmm. there's, like, a lot here. And it's only been, like, three years, maybe? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the dramatic change, I feel like, in Katya. I mean, hearing her on the latest uh, Katya and Craig, Whimsically Volatile podcast with Jasmine Masters, just hearing both of them reflecting yeah. on the journey, I mean... It is night and day. Like yeah. they have, they are different people. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I just saw the uh, episode of Unha that's back. Unha episode sixty nine is is officially back, and it's it's a good episode. It took I, I felt like it took a few minutes to kind of like get going again. Um, and one of the things I noticed was like Trixie's Trixie. She's doing the Trixie thing, sure. and it's great and it's solid. Um, Katya is obviously less manic mm. and I realized how much that fed into that era of Unha and the Trixie and Katya show right and I <clears throat> excuse me and I could see people being like oh it's not the same and it's like it's not the same because she's not suffering from some kind of mental breakdown on sure. camera right and it just made me think it's like very network of like watching someone go crazy oh, and like go crazy you know just in quotes um for entertainment value. And isn't that what reality television is? Oh, that's is, what it is. Yeah, that, they, they, they create that. They produce that. They underfeed you mm-hmm. with shitty food and they make you not sleep and they take away all connection to the outside world. I mean, it, it's like having Househead. It's like having Cabin Fever, yeah. you know? Yeah, like watching Katya now, I feel like I just got this vibe of like, this is someone who's not letting that happen again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cool to watch. Oh, that's, that takes strength. Yeah. Um, my favorite queen of the season walks in, uh, which I love this line i'm here oh yeah we made it bitches those abs <laughs> she's yeah so cute yeah she's so cute class and elegance um and then she has that clash with violet tchotchke <laughs> oh okay work yeah uh, no no one says that but yeah okay <laughs> okay work yeah jasmine i know she walks in and like you know knowing this from the interview with uh, on whimsically volatile and just kind of her story like she'd auditioned every season and is a legend in la like yeah. she jasmine masters is like a chad michaels right and it's interesting to think about too because like J- chad michaels walked in a front runner and i remember thinking the first episode i was like jasmine it's just not gonna last you know and now it's like Get this queen. It's like her. It's like Tammy Brown. Get right. her back on this show. Right. Let us see more of what this queen does. Completely. Yeah. And you know, I, when I was watching season seven, I was still kind of unaware of how the editing worked mm-hmm. on Drag Race. Right. I, I wasn't aware of editing and producers and story editors. Mm-hmm. So when she, I was like, I'm rooting for her. She's gonna win. Right. Because she, she was just so 
magnetic. And yeah. I loved her in the Talking Heads. I thought she was hilarious. The cocoon moment. Oh I, my God. I loved it. Yeah. And I love that she confirmed that she was stoned out of oh, yeah. gore yeah. for the cocoon moment. But any person that's going to say, you know, a little titty, mm. a little cook. Oh, yeah. A little titty, a <laughs> little ass, a little cook. cook. Oh my God. <laughs> The first, the little tish, little ass, a little cook, cook, it's a little, a little tish. Uh, I, the first time I heard that, I don't, I think, I think I lost count the number of times I said in my head, little tish, little ass, little cook, cook, little cook, cook, little cook, cook, <laughs> which I spell in my head, k u h t, k u h t, oh, cook, cook, little cook, cook, cook yeah. Cook. Oh, uh, she's so fucking fabulous. Um, and then Miss Katya Davis, this is your type of drag. Oh my god, I'm home. I like. She was another one I was super excited right, about. Front runner. I love a Mrs. And you know, to be honest, I think I was like, I'm not gonna get excited about her being a front runner because I feel like this kind of queen has got to work real hard on this kind of show. Okay. But I was like, just so happy to see this type of queen. Oh yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's funny because we see so little of her, but. There's that moment where it's like that whole boobs moment with Jaden, and then Violet kind of says, "Oh, I wish I had enough fat. I w- I'm so jealous. I wish I had enough fat to push my boobs together." Right. And then Kasha like looks at the. She does like this fourth wall break and makes that face, like that crummy face, like. <laughs> and I just felt like, okay, and I love you. Like that's it. That's my kind of drag. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I is, get it. Is an older woman looking at the camera going, well, "Oh, come on." Well, and her conjoined. I, w- I can't wait to get there, but oh. her conjoined look with Katya should have won. Oh, I know, and it was just like it was such a great capitalization of uh, capitalizing on what they both do so yeah. well. You know, yeah. they both like cougar drag. Yeah, they killed that drag. <laughs> They're a great combo. Yeah, I, I like their energies. Yeah. They yeah. should have like a conjoined act. Right, you know? right. I'd love to see them do like a fashion photo review together. Oh, for you know? sure. Just for to sure. riff off. <gasps> Speaking of which. Monet and Shea Coulee, they just came out, or came out uh, maybe recently of a fashion photo review. Oh, really? And it was just like, I mean, Monet is it, such a goddamn ball of sunshine. I can't I stand her. it. And Shay, I haven't seen in so long. And I was like, Shea Coulee, remember when you killed season nine? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You just killed that fucking yeah, she season. Killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was good to see her again. Yeah. yeah. Cocky. Yeah. Oh, right. So Trixie. Yes. Oh, remember her? Trixie, All Stars 3 winner. Yeah. Reigning All Stars winner. Yeah. Trixie Mattel comes in. In a sort of muted Trixie look compared to now. Oh, compared to now, for sure. This isn't Maury Povich. was very her. Yeah. She gets the comedy music. The wow, wow, Yeah. That. Oh God, that I I can't stand that music. Oh, you can't? No, you know why? I, I like it. I feel like I maybe have seen either this episode or other episodes where I've heard that clip over and over. <laughs> it's and I think it's similar to like Drag Race Thailand, where there were certain clips where I was like, no, <laughs> you can't. Oh! Yeah, it was like you cannot, not again. Um, you know, it's so interesting because so much of Trixie's story in this first episode is. All about these other girls don't get me. I'm the right. weirdo. I do the weird makeup. Yeah. I look gross. I look crazy. Or the other people thinking she looks, she looks crazy. Like, she looks like a clown. Yeah. And you think. She paints for the check cashing place down the street. Yeah. And this is the queen that just won All Stars 3 right. and is one of the most successful drag race girls. Right. That's a cool evolution. Oh, my God. To go from I don't really fit in and for people to identify with that. And then to get to stay with that identification totally. to, like, huge success. Well, she came in with a lot of fans and a lot of, like, uh, Aja type of... Did she? Yeah. People were like, oh, Trixie, Trixie, Trixie. I didn't think... I mean, I know that she obviously had a career. I didn't think she had... I thought, like, that to me sounds like a Kim Chi. Oh, I see. I feel like... Because obviously they were in the same circles. Yeah. I feel like Kim Chi kind of came in. I was like, oh, that's a queen. Right. But maybe I just 
wasn't familiar with Trixie. Uh, Trixie Mattel. Yeah. I mean, she. This is baby Trixie. She's so sweet, so young, and yeah. she, she's got all that brown hair. I know. Oh, she's got her, all, all that hair. With, yeah, yeah. With her Midwest accent. Yeah. She's very sassy. Little plaid shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. Um, it is so crazy to think she was also kind of a heartthrob. I remember, like, oh, Tracy Mattel, sure. oh yeah, she's sexy. She yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, little boy next door, right? Uh, yeah, Brian um, Furcus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so crazy to see like what has come of all of that. Like, you watch her walking in, and you're like, you would never think, oh, she's gonna have like this incredible country album. My God, you know, yeah. or two of them for God, for that matter, you know, right? right. Um, so it's great. Two I turtle doves. two turtle doves, two yeah. country albums, um, right. two birds. Two birds on stone. <laughs> Two birds on stone. <laughs> <laughs> now available on iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> um, so speaking of legends oh. entering the workroom, all right, Mary, kind of alums. <laughs> yes, talking about speaking of other all right, Mary alums or honorary Marys. Yes, um, uh, we get Candy Ho oh. in the motherfucking house, and we'll insert clip here. Yeah. I hope you girls got a sweet tooth because Candy's in the motherfucking house. Uh-oh. She's got a tagline. I'm Candy Ho, and I'm 28 years old. From Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico! Puerto Rico! Candy is hot. Candy is candente. If you touch her too close, you might get burned. Yeah, she... I mean, this... I loved this when this entrance came out and it was something that I kept saying. Everybody's like, why do you like that entrance mm-hmm. line so much? I'm like, I don't know. There's something about her sass of like, this candy's in the motherfucking house. Mm-hmm. Hope and you brought music. a sweet tooth. I mean, I say the quote wrong. Hope you brought a sweet tooth because Miss Candy Ho's in the motherfucking house. But it's really, hope you girls have a sweet tooth. Yeah, hope you girls brought, in the yeah, hope you girls brought a sweet tooth because candy's in the motherfucking house. Yeah. Um, and of course, my favorite is, um, and if you touch her too close, you might get burned. Right, right. They have touching just like, again, uh, like just those, you this, know, the, this, the, the phrases that are altered. Google we, Translate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, but I love the music. Oh, it's. I mean, I just find it so charming. Yeah, the way she storms in with yeah. that. I mean, I love that the little suit. Oh, yeah. That little pantsuit. I have to say, her her equestrian look in this episode was also fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. No, I I. I remember liking that look. And yeah. we've talked about this before, but the, her lip sync when she goes home, they that, should have kept the cameras on that bitch. Because they couldn't because, yeah, because I think Jaden. she killed it. But yeah. Jaden, I mean, Jaden. Jaden did great. She did great. She, she did. was dancing. and but Candy, I was cheering for her. Yeah. Candy had the face and the energy. That, oh, God. Ariana Grande had to like go backstage and tell her how great oh. she was. <laughs> how often did you see Paula going back there? Did no. you see... Pam Tillis, right? I don't see Pam. Where's Shania Pam Tillis? Twain? <laughs> she wouldn't be caught dead. <laughs> Where, you know, Shania Twain? You turn around, you just hear tires screeching in the distance. <laughs> Shania, do you want to? <laughs> Man, I feel like <laughs> I feel like getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, <laughs> you're still the one I what? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Oh, oh man! So uh, yeah, she had this like uh, candy had that sexy outfit. Um, Pearl comes in. So here comes Pearl, a queen we're watching closely this season. Um, I mean, I, I mean, kinda, what a look! I kind of love it. I love how she described it too. This robotic Stepford wife bitch. Yeah, I'm like I get 
all of that aesthetic. I love the idea of like a Stepford wife who's like gone rogue. Yeah. I but like a robot. Yeah. No, like a literal Stepford wife who's yeah. gone rogue and it's just like, I'm doing my own fucking thing. Right. I like who's programmed to serve herself. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hold on. A Stepford wife who's programmed to serve herself. Done. 2020 for president. Yeah. I'm done. Like. <laughs> Oh my God! Like she doesn't even need a vice president, but if she wants one, Jasmine Masters. I mean, <laughs> because it's about goddamn time. No, because she's got something to say. She's got something. To, speaker of the House, Jasmine That's Masters, because right. she's Wash got something your to say. Ass. Yes. Yeah, I'm on that platform. I'm all about that platform. Wash your fucking ass. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, so yeah, so Pearl, she comes in. I don't think the queen's real. I think either they're shaking in their boots or they don't really know what if she's a bitch or whatever. Right. Cuz I guess like Trixie She could be like a Kimora Black to them. You know what I mean? Right, like right. oh, who's this pretty bitch? Cuz Trixie knew her. I think Trixie knew knew her before this cuz she was in Chicago for a little while. But oh, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pearl yeah. was in Chicago yeah. for a while. Um and I wonder if Max knew her just because they were uh, cuz like, Trixie and Max went to college together. Yeah. So who knows, you know. Okay. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, she, I, I think her walking in and just going sup and like playing with gender in a way, right? It's easy to read this as like too cool for drag, too cool for charm school, sure. But I mean, I think she's just playing with drag and she's playing with gender, like yeah. she's just kind of like, I don't know, I, th- I'm kind of into it. She's certainly conceptual, yeah. Right? Like she's yeah. she has she enters the dress in a unique way, not mm-hmm. maybe maybe not unique, but like. Uh, a specific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's not and, just like this. Right. And yeah. I love, you know, we get to it, like her runway. Walk. Oh my God. The runway look and the walk. I love Girl. the walk. I love that. Like Girl. that. Sometimes it's just like that. She's walk. A, she studied it. Like she's mm-hmm. done this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, then Kennedy goddamn Davenport walks in. Carnity. And you, uh, you know, she walks in, she has this energy of an Asia O'Hara where it's mm-hmm. like, pageant and you're gonna win yep yep one i love painted the best i think in terms of like that look yeah the glamazon look like painted so perfectly she looks beautiful and her transformation is fantastic yeah i mean jasmine losing her her shit over kennedy entering is and i love that there's jasmine she's like is that kennedy are you kennedy and then kennedy says that's me (laughs) i mean that's the entrance to beat it's like yeah hey uh, that's me I didn't even have to make the entrance. She didn't pay anybody to I didn't say have to that. even announce it. <laughs> and then Jasmine just geeked. Geeked, gooped, gagged. She couldn't. She had to go over there. Because, you know, the queens have to stay there. Yeah. And Jasmine's and like, like no, 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 no. I got to go. No, I got something to do. I got to go hug her neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got to go hug her neck. Oh, I loved it. Oh. I just thought, that's the kind of workroom I want to see. Yeah. Is that kind of like, that's more fun to Here me. She is. Yeah, she is. yeah, yeah. Than like, how old are you? Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh really? Oh my! Oh yeah, really. That's the, that's the real deep cut. Really, 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 <laughs> really. Oh, I love it. Oh, um. So, Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell. Say hello, my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. Friend is my favorite part. Uh, I love how they kind of read her for just putting the guns down. <laughs> like, what else is she gonna do? Now, leave I, her alone. Right? No, I stand by it. Sasha Bell, bitch pudding. It's like Monet and Bob the Dragon. Oh, queen. sure. You, it's like, damn, you guys are just like cut from the same cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, two totally different queens. Completely. Different aesthetics, but like, I always it's like, I can see it. Right. I can see cousins. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, of course, this is also the birthplace of Kernedy saying, 
girl, please. No, <laughs> sorry. Next. 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 N-A-I-X-T. Yeah. Next. N-A-I. I say N-A-Y. Next. That's like Nate. I hear Nate. I, the I is almost like It's like X. So it's like an umlaut over the A. Yeah, it's, it just it, it puts a little extra I on the A sound. Next. Next. Yeah. Next. Next. Uh, <laughs> she um, yeah. You know, I remember about Sasha Bell uh, gravitating towards her because she is a drag race geek. Like, she's yeah. done her homework. She's mm-hmm. been a study. Mm-hmm. And that's always kind of a fatal flaw. Right. Um, I know in Survivor, it did one uh, contestant really, really well. Um, like, because he was such a Survivor study, he played the game really, really well. Right. But in this, it seemed like it was... Yeah, and I Too think, cocky. and I think they always, you know, you know, from the clips they choose to show, the editing, they always want to reinforce the messages of like this is harder than you think it's going right, to be. It's right. like the running line of like this is so much harder oh than my, I thought it would be. It's not sitting on your couch. No, yeah, no, totally. and I think they always kind of want to put that in there as like if you think you know, you have no idea. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. This is an episode of. Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that MTV show? Oh, I know. What the, True, think, is it like real life? Truth? It's real life. Yeah, yeah. real life. Um, if you think you know, no. you have no idea. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. I'm, a, I'm a cheerleader. Uh, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like the ones I saw were like, I'm going on a gay cruise. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming out. You know, those are the ones I'm like, coming out. Those are the ones yeah, I would yeah. tape on an old VHS in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a gay on a gay cruise. I literally taped. We probably talked about it on the podcast. Which one? I'm going. I'm on a gay cruise. From going on a gay cruise. That, I don't know this. That true life. Oh, it's great. Oh, um, it's true life. It's true life. life. Yeah. You, you think, think you, know, you know? You have no idea. You have no idea. What is this? Oh, <laughs> you think you know? You have no idea. To share a Simmons. <laughs> to share a. I don't want to share a Simmons. It's I want to have one to myself. Oh, you know what it is? It's <laughs> diary. It's diary. So it's the TV series was Diary. It wasn't True Life. Oh, that's I. What was Diary like a, a celebrity? So yeah, exactly. So it's like if you think you know, you have no idea. This is a Diary of Alicia Keys. Oh sure. This is a Diary of Marilyn Manson. Oh I see. This, this is, is a Diary, diary of Pam Tillis of Lindsay Lohan. Oh boy, yeah. Are you ready for this one? This is a Diary of Papa Roach. Oh sure. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, Mary. Oh um, God, Papa Roach. <laughs> Oh my! I'll Papa anything. Oh Mary. my God! I'll <laughs> Papa Xanax every five minutes. <laughs> I was giving it to him. I almost said it. I'm like, I'll let him. Come on, Molly, it over. I'll spike it. I'll spike it. Give me a second. Ella's gonna set it. Papa Roach. Papa Xanax <laughs> every ten minutes. minutes. That's what I said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag trigger happy alcoholic. <laughs> Monica Shane. Yeah, Monica Shane. Uh, Monica yes. Shannon. So, uh, so okay. So then Tepes comes in with a really, I mean, season six level iconic entrance, mm-hmm. right? Now, I noticed, I don't know if you saw, but like the cut to the queens, and you never know what this is actually a reaction to, but Jaden looks like she's not having it with this entrance. Like she's not interested. Maybe she was kind of like, Ugh. Like a little weirded out, not yeah. really feeling it. Super ironic because Tempest is part of her exit. Oh, I noticed some of these little things along the way, which I'll note of like, oh, isn't that ironic that she um, is like, ugh, when Tempest like does her entrance and then Tempest is like not part of what sends her home, but like is part of her going home. Because, oh, because the, they're the dynamic, the, the duos. Yeah. 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 Just like a little not dynamic duos conjoined twins. Well, they were certainly dynamic. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was just like towering over Jaden. Yeah. It's like, OK. Yeah. She looked like a headboard <laughs> and a couple of pillows, you know. 
<laughs> totally. Yeah, they were doing towering over yeah, her. Yeah. My God. Um, yeah, I did love how uh, you know she called her baby Amber Alert. Mm-hmm. You know, already what I when I what I love about a queen like Tempest or even like. Uh, Kennedy, you know who they are immediately. Right, because they know who they are. Exactly. Yes. No, yeah. and I think that's why I like Akasha, not Akasha, but that's why I like a queen like Kasha Davis or Katya in a way. I think Katya, there's, there was, she's, Katya, it's not so much that she's like knows who she is, that she can't stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's always thinking about things. And so I, I getting blowjobs on the street. Yeah. No shame in that. Yeah. <laughs> That you don't have to even think about, you know? Um, so I think that, like, a queen like Kasha or Kennedy or even Jasmine, it's just like, well, I, I'm drawn to you because you're so confident in your drag. Right. Kasha you know? Davis. Yeah. 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 You know yeah, what your aesthetic Trixie. is. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. get it. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we talked about the candy kind of how old are you. But we we didn't talk about the line, you don't stop dreaming at a certain age, which I'm like, Oh, Dad, you're I on the know. you're on the TV, Dad. I know, and it felt like it was very important to get that line in. Yeah, and and I get it. You know, for his family alone. I right? get it totally. I think you know you got to capitalize on it. You might not be a Miss Vanjie. Yeah. you know, you might he's, not. He's living his life for his kids. It's really mm-hmm. a beautiful story that they've captured in like literally less than two minutes of dialogue. Yeah, and certainly, especially like you know we're we're older than some of the queens in that room, but younger than Kasha and Tempest and Jasmine, you know, early thirties. But I know that feeling of like, it's, it, it's that feeling of like, I could, I could not pursue that if I wanted to, you know, like I could use that energy for something else at this stage of my life. Yeah. And so then you look at someone like Tempest and it's like, or you don't hang up the hat or you do keep going and your age is not an excuse to not pursue the thing that you want to do. Right. So it's, um, you know, it, it's, it is inspirational in a way. Yeah. I mean, and as, as a teacher, I think teachers, because they're continually teaching and therefore learning and being around young people, there is that sense that you do want to keep creating. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's, she, she teaches costuming. So it's like, right. Okay. So there's always going to be that thing in her. Right. right? There's always that kind of spark, that theater teacher that, you know, Mm-hmm. Would get on the stage and, and right. Let in me a minute. let me walk through the choreography with you. Right. I'm, I'm going to do the fall for you. You'll yeah, yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Watch I'll do this. the line reading. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here, yeah I don't need the script. I did it last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I actually did this in 1987 with Mandy Patinkin. So I don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't tell me, Valerie. Show me. me. Like, I feel like she was ready to get on that stage. Yes, yes. Um, and show her. Uh, yeah. So then. The the season fucking starts. Uh, we don't get much here. We just get the challenge. We just find mm-hmm. out that it's not a photo shoot, that it's a fashion week extravaganza, mm-hmm. and that they have to do a spring collection and a fall collection. And I don't know why they used a baby for the She Done Already Has. Because of uh, uh, Born Naked. Oh, sure. That was the like the other hint. episode. Yes. I thought maybe Rue just didn't feel like getting up in, <laughs> in geesh for that video. No, I think, th- yeah, that's why. All right. Well, then obviously Rue shows up and I love when he says, hello, ladykins. Mm. I love ladykins. I think that's a nice. Does she say hello, hello, hello? She does. I maybe she says it here. I just remember the ladykins. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's it's I noticed this. I'm like, God, we waste no time on anything. Immediately Rue gets to like it's the first episode and there's very little banter. Right. It's like, here's the first challenge. You're gonna be naked on the runway for the first time. Get to work. Yeah. You know, and then um Ugh, these looks we go immediately go like there's no workroom time yeah. and we immediately go to this little you know fashion show yeah we have carson alaska 
Michelle and Rue and some dude uh, doing. Oh, run- it's Matthew Anderson. Oh, that's Matthew Anderson. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and I wrote down it was Alaska Wintour. Alaska Wintour. Yeah. Um, it's doing. An Alaska run- Wintour. They're like doing runway drag, like essentially. They're, yeah. They're all. They're doing, doing front a row yes. at New York Fashion Week yes. kind of drag. And yeah. It's, I, I was there for it. Yeah, and some guy. And some guy. And some guy. I didn't. Yeah, I did not clock him. I'm pretty sure it's Matthew. I'm assuming. I'm sure it is. Yeah. It I'm looks sure like it him. is. Yeah. Um, you know, I tried to take notes on all these looks. We don't have to go through all of them. Then I just ran There's out of so skittles. Many. Yeah, like ginger. Um, I just wrote a dress. Right, pink. It's forgettable. Yeah. I mean, I think the ones that we can talk about. Uh, why don't we just go through our favorites of spring and pick yeah. like maybe your top two or three? Well, I mean, I don't know if this is a favorite. I think that Max's sort of Effie trinket look was whatever. But my next cringe of the season or in the episode was, I'm making sure I'm delivering. Oh, oh it's like, I imagine you hating that. Stop it. You're not Laurence Olivier. Put the skull down, Hamlet. But like, I have to ugh. say, I have to say that I love how he sold that garment and walked down with the like kind of robotic like. That mm, was with, fine. Yeah. It was the talking yeah, head. Yeah, I understand. It was like, yes. I'm, with delivering, the hand. I'm delivering. Delivering. A less poor Yorick. Like, um, fuck off. I did love the line. I've had pelvic exams more thrilling than this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have too. Um, um, I think the other one that I liked from this uh, was uh, Marsha Brady Barbie was Trixie Mattel's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. Um, it was very Marsha Brady to me. It was. It just was. Like, okay, it's like there's a '70s vibe. No, you know why? Why I'm I'm stuck is because I remember, and this has always stuck with me, is that when she's talking over this clip, she talks about like her family being Native American, oh, right. and being very poor. And for some reason, every time I watch this, when she says my family's Native American, I think, oh, this look must have some kind of significance oh. to her, like to her tribe or whatever. It's bad editing, Mary. I know, but that's <laughs> why I got that. I'm telling you, I'm aware of that, but that's why I get stuck because I always hear that and I forget to think about the look outside of them. Like, what's new? What about this is Native American? Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. So yeah, that look I like. I like that Katya is kind of this like Russian pop star from 1997. I get it. I'm into that. Yeah, um, I get it. What else did I like? Um, um oh, so Pearl. Pearl won, oh, won the white both fur. Times for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When she said like, you know, I'm from New York City, we can wear fur in spring. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And I I just wrote like, did she fucking make this? Like, does she make these clothes? They're that, impeccable. I mean, I don't know. This, this looked like look. pieces. This looked like pieces okay. that were put together. I see. I see. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Jasmine took her jacket off. Oh, yeah. Kennedy Miss Fame was, had the red petals. She had the red petals. Kennedy Gorgeous. was doing an Oprah brunch. I actually liked Kennedy's. Kennedy's is great. I like that Oprah brunch situation. Yeah. Um, and Sasha, I just wrote down the quote, I need to show them how much I want this. <laughs> how much I want this. Mm. I just love that. Um, I will say that Violet Chachki's look was fashion that I know is fashion, but it's beyond my understanding. Like, why mm-hmm. is she wearing a cast around her head? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. But apparently it's something. And right. it's a mood. And I, you know. It's like it was the kind of thing I, where I was like, this looks really cool. And right. if I don't get it, it's because I don't get it. It's because I'm dumb. It's because yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah. Um, we have to just make sure we clock that Sasha had the red geisha fan. Right. So she had the fan. There is a fan. There so is a, it will come back later. The fan. One of my back. favorite moments yeah. of this episode. Fan comes back. Yeah. Um, I think the fall looks in general were were stronger. Um, the first one, candies. I mean, the fur boots, the first drug, the white hat. She's a horse girl. She's a, <laughs> she's a horse girl. She's a horse girl. Yeah. yeah. She's a horse girl. She is. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was Max. I mean, oh, that, my God. Wow, wow, wow. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. That's when I was oh, like, was, okay, oh. I forgive the accent. 
this is a fucking lot. Yeah, and the way she walked down, she yeah. stormed down the runway. Yeah. I was like, girl, I was that. I was you like, are feeling every ounce mm-hmm. of your labias. Yep, yeah. yep. You haven't eaten in a week, <laughs> but you are you are living. You all you've been eating is just ash and coffee. <laughs> um, some of it got in your hair. Yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm into it now. Have a goddamn sandwich because skinny's not attractive <laughs> when it looks that skinny. Because uh, you should eat a sandwich, you know. Yeah, eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Yeah. I like a little meat on my sandwich. Oh, you for know? sure. Well, we love that, that coat. Could hold a little more meat, Max. <laughs> Come on. Um. So Pearl also this remind it was right off of. See if you get this reference. You know where I'm going? Right off of Project Runway season one winner Jay McCarroll's r- final runway. I never watched season one. <gasps> yeah. I never watched season one. Oh, Mary. I know. I know. Headphones. He had headphones on his runway. Oh, I love that. Lady DJ. Yeah, Lady DJ. Lady DJ. Um, So that's kind of where I was with the leather jacket. I was like, okay. The two buns. I was mm-hmm. like, girl. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a great look. I felt like this. I was like. When she walked. There was there was this like cool Brooklyn drag thing that she was doing, but it was like Williamsburg. It wasn't Bushwick drag. It was Williamsburg right. drag. Williamsburg. It was richer. Yeah, yeah. It lived in a condo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. I mean, I love that Jasmine had that jacket with the old carpet. I always think about that. Well, that's just some old carpet I just brushed out. I mean, <laughs> that's she, drag. She was the purple people eater's mom. Yeah, totally. She was like, <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, in the winter because she had that big old coat on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and the the wig kind of reminded me of like um, whenever you see a prostitute in a movie. Yes, I mean I'm thinking of Closer. Mm-hmm. I think of that wig, it's that, that Natalie Portman wig. You know, it's yeah, yeah, Cut, uh, parted down the middle, mm-hmm. flat. Doesn't what's her name in Showgirls have that hair? Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. Yeah, Penny. Penny has it, but yeah. um, if we're looking for black, yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. when uh, Nomi Nomi wears that same wig when she's in the like leather S and M scene. Oh, I kind of remember that. I'm always just it's picturing a little shorter. Penny. Yeah, it's a little shorter yeah. than Jasmine's. Yeah, it looks a little bit also like. Um, I know this isn't black, but just like the cut of Michelle Pfeiffer in. I'm thinking it's not Sharon Stone in Casino. What's the movie that Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, Scarface. Oh, okay. Scarface. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um, Jasmine. We also we should mention she wore a pussycat wig in the first runway. She did with that Nene Leaks pussycat yes, Nene wig. Leaks, yes. And I love you know me I, too. We I, love a pussycat. I wig. love it, and I I love when a black queen has like a blonde, like when Peppermint had. Oh, I see. Like took her wig off. Yeah. Ugh, right. It's just like I love that contrast. Totally. It's so great. It's cute. Um, it's a look. It's um, a look. So Miss. Before I get to Tempest, because I was very excited, uh, I do want to mention Miss Fame, because this is like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's like anime Wong kind of stuff, right? Yes. Right? This is like, oh, you're going to win? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to win. Like, now mm-hmm. all you need to do is, like, have charisma and own a show. Yeah. Well, at this point, it's like you've come out with two incredibly polished looks. You've set the bar. Right. Like, now you have to always be incredible. Totally. You know? Totally. And, um, she, and uh, as far as I know, she does. Um, Tempest... Was giving me Chloe Sevigny yeah. to judges. Yeah, uh, it was. That's how. She, that's what she. That, I just. That, I thought it was Chloe Sevigny coming down with that poncho. Oh yeah, it was. It, you the know, black shroud. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the girl with the dragon temporary tattoo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> uh, it, like I, I wasn't. I appreciated Tempest like wanting to show them that she could do something different, but it. It didn't make sense on her. It looked like she was trying to yeah. be one of those queens. Yeah, where it was like, oh, I think 
go in the direction of who are you? Who sure. are you in the spring? Right. Who are you in the she fall? She was trying to show something different, and I appreciated that. But mm-hmm. yes, it was not really her. Yeah. Um, we get fans back from Sasha Bell. Yes. Uh, that's all I have to say about it. Fans, fans back. back. Fans back. Clack. And I love the sound effect <laughs> they added. Yeah, the, the crashing. Fans back. Clack. Yeah, and, and Kennedy came to lead the choir. Oh, Kennedy on Mars. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, I will say about Sasha Bell also it was very Dusty Ray Bottoms hair and makeup. Oh yeah, yeah. With the lobster or Sebastian's hoary aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Fans back. Um, Sebastian's aunt who runs the brothel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mariana Trench. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then we get the gif of the season, which is Violet uh, and the tartan. Logo. Tartan reveal. Yeah. I mean, that's really kind of where she won the season. In I, so many minds. Because you remember yeah. that, right? Yeah. I think after that, it was just like, I Oof. every even though I don't like your attitude right now, I can't deny that. I mean, that was just like such a cool moment. Yeah. And it's not about we whether she it. like made the look or not. It's about the moment she created. Totally. And that's important. Yeah. Um, the workroom, we get Kathy, uh, excuse me, Katya as the narrator. I immediately, she's the narrator. Right away. We immediately get a Bob Hoskins joke. Yeah. I'm like, and I love this queen. <laughs> Pearl trade. You're right. Um, and I love how she tr- refers. I mean, it's so interesting because Katya and Trixie now have a show together, but when she first sees Trixie out of drag, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, why do they let a PA onto the set? Right. Yeah. As a member of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fun to see those early like reads of each other. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, it's. It's so apparent that she's the narrator right away. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, Trixie gives some great color commentary as well. And, like, she's she's a good um, narrator energy. And Kennedy is, too. And, you know, even Jasmine is certainly, like, more well, color commentary. Right. But Trixie's our girl. That's the, yes. I mean, sorry, Katya's, Katya's our girl. That's the one who, like, tells the story with us. Right. Yeah. Because she, I feel like, is, in a different way than Trixie, Katya does it in such a way where... She is basically a fan or a viewer on the show. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what? Like, yeah. like uh, in Glamazonian Airways, when Rue says we're going to be judging you individually tonight, they cut to Kati and she's like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. You know, the whole time, and she's talked about this, and it's not an exaggeration. Every time, she's like. What was I doing? <laughs> what is going on? So it's like she's just processing this with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh Whereas I think Trixie is just so comfortable talking to those producers in mm-hmm. those talking head moments. Right. And then you see her on the show and she's not necessarily commenting on how she's not getting it. You right. know what I mean? No, they're just having like a great interview with her and then cut to some clips where she's not popping. Right. For, which is another interesting thing to watch is yeah. like how because we've said that before, like, yeah. Why, why doesn't Trixie do well on Drag Race? Yeah, right? yeah, at least yeah. certainly the you know, season seven, season yeah. Seven. Like, I think yeah. just to kind of understand, like, well, how does a queen who goes on to being kind of like a quintessential drag queen, drag race queen, sure, like she can accomplish all those challenges, she right. won all stars. Well, and when we get to the spoof challenge, I Trixie shouldn't have been on the bottom. But, oh, uh, I already feel God. that way, yeah. Um, anyway, uh the walkthroughs, we find out that it's, you know, a nude illusion. Um, yeah. Resort wear that, you know, they have to make a resort wear, yeah. which is basically like tie some fabric together. Right. Take you, it off. We get some naked pit crew members. I'm sure they're not actually naked. Yeah. I was going to say, are they really naked? Like, um, uh, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, then they only interview the bottom three. That's so the if we're I looking at, you know, editing through this mm-hmm. story editor thing. We only see three because they only had time for three. That's how it is in these early episodes, especially in retrospect. You can see the choices they made of who to show 
the Rue walkthroughs with. Right. Mm-hmm. So they paint three stories, right? The story of Tempest. They give her her lovely moment, right? Mm-hmm. That she lost weight. I love that her children are more important to me than a bucket of fried chicken. I'm mm-hmm. like, put that on a tote bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't agree with it, but <laughs> I respect it, you know? Well, you know, as a vegetarian, I'm like... You know, yeah, it's a real Sophie's Choice moment, right? Right, yeah, right. It's really, like, well, you, it's kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't eat a little chicken, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, and then Candy, Candy Ho, we get kind of a buffoonery storyline of a very unfair kind of edit, kind of pointing out her language barrier. Yeah, I thought, I mean, as much as we, I, we say the line we all the time, it. the runway is right on my alley. We say it with love. Of, yeah, we do. Yeah, it, it, it's great. I just like the expression. We say things wrong all the time. Yeah. So I love to like quote a queen who's saying something totally. that isn't grammatically correct. Um, it's on your alley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like okay. it was, it, yeah, it was kind of an unnecessary dig. Yeah. Like, there were so many other things that they could right. have done. Right, and, and, yeah. sh- and, and they did, and they could have focused on it more of, oh, she doesn't know how to sew. Right. And we know that is like, if w- I know at one point uh, in past episodes of All Right, Mary, we were like, what is the fatal flaw? Like, mm-hmm. what will send you home? Like, those uh, club bo- club kid boots for yes. the Boulay brothers. Yeah. Not knowing how to sew is like numero uno. Like, you better fucking know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at this point, it's like, especially if you're coming on a drag race, you know, you, you A, know you're going to have to sew, and you B, know that queens who can't sew, like, are at a major disadvantage sure. and get knocked for it. Right. Why would you not learn how to sew? Totally. Like, there's just no excuse anymore. Totally. Um, even in season seven, there's really no excuse. Yeah. You know? Um, and then we get Jasmine's storyline, which is that she is... Stones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't mean those tights. Yeah. No, 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 no. Did you stone those tights? Did you... Yeah. Did you eat that entire edible? <laughs> you bet you did. Um, yeah. This interaction Ooh. is iconic. And, you know, watching it and being familiar with the situation i'm like oh no she's really high she's really, this is exactly really how you talk high. when you're high this is exactly what it is and, Ru- and rupaul was talking to her like oh i know you're fucking high yeah girl i right know now. high yeah her right. reaction to jasmine is like oh so you're stoned right <laughs> right right and and there's part of me that it's like I feel like Rue knows who Jasmine is. It's like, yeah, all right, girl, both you, from San Diego. Yeah, you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, like I just think there there is that energy of like, I bet you're stoned right now. <laughs> I'll see you on the runway. Yeah, girl. I think she's kind yeah. of like amused by right, it. Yeah. right. Yeah, like, um, and I or I at least love that narrative that she's amused by. Oh, it. totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, I they, think she it's gets great. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what I loved, I loved when uh, Candy says like, it's two hula hoops with fabric around it. Who the mm-hmm. hell is going to go to a resort wearing that? And I'm sorry, but that sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> challenge accepted. Let's do yeah. it. Cut to shuffling across the sand, <laughs> trying to keep this little, you know, cocoon up, bumping then, into chairs, yeah. falling over the garbage yeah, can. Or knocking over sandcastles. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking into the ocean because I can't see that I'm getting closer. A wave knocks me yeah, over. It's like an awakening moment, yeah. you know. Yeah. Kate Chopin yeah, right, in yeah. a cocoon. Yeah, yeah, with rocks in her pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's like, get out. <laughs> Wake up, Kate. That's the sequel. Wake up, Kate. You've gone too far. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. just picturing like Jasmine walking towards the pool and everybody going, whoa, 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 whoa. Jump, <laughs> splash. <laughs> or in Jasmine's words, trash. Trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But then I can kind of see her like tripping on like a like a pool noodle and falling in and like bouncing off of a, like a, an inflatable tube and, and going through it. But the cocoon getting stuck in the middle of the inflatable tube. So she has to swim out. <laughs> and we just see all of those tassels floating at the top of the water. She comes the up. Tentacles the tentacles coming up. That afro's still in check because she's got it right, but like everything else is a mess. She's got it right. Yeah, yeah. She's got, she's got it. it right. That she's got. You can't knock that, America. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine, you're safe. Safe. Yeah. Safe. Exactly. Safe. Please swim to the shallow ends and head to the Interior Illusions Lounge. You're safe, sweetheart. <laughs> Can we, Somebody get her a mojito, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we get like a little like a net or something to kind of something to hold fish on to? Her, fish her out yeah, of there. get that paddle. She can't get it. Get she, it. She's too stoned. Yeah, just she, yeah. She's freaking out now. She's freaking out. Michelle, go in. Do you need to breathe in the paper bag? Rue doesn't even stand up. Doesn't even, doesn't even stand, stand up. up. Yeah, we've created this whole scene this whole of Jasmine Jazz Master falling in a pool, <laughs> and then being, and then apparently she's being judged at the same exactly. time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 fished out. Right, yeah. Fished, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking of Valerie in Palm Springs <laughs> and the mic box falling, and her trying to pick it up. <laughs> oh. oh God, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm also picturing, sorry to keep going with this, but True Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. when she falls in the pool oh, and yeah. then just grandly just walks emerges. out. Yeah, totally. Like, w- wipes off some right. water. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jasmine just kind of pushed some hair out yeah. of her face. Elegance, know? class. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just shitting out happiness <laughs> and wringing out my outfit. <laughs> uh, maybe the bodysuit fills with water. <laughs> She's gonna open the legs so that it'll come out. <laughs> someone, someone press the sides so and all the water comes out, the, comes out the neck and the sleeves. It's not very porous. <laughs> oh God. Oh, she's serving that cup. cup. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of tish, a little bit of blab. A little bit of splash. A little bit of trash. A little bit of splash. A little bit of trash. A little bit of cook cut. I can't. I cannot. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to move on. We have to move on, yeah. Um, So I guess my biggest question, so sorry. Oh, sorry, Mary. Where were we? We really went on an old school Art Mary rant there. It was a real, like, celebrities waving back at us. We're home. Um, So Tempest, Candy, and Jasmine, I'm surprised that they didn't show Sasha Bell because like, didn't Rue see yeah. that she didn't have the correct assignment? Right, right. Didn't she see the the bra? Couldn't her gaff have at least been rectified mm-hmm. or something? Well, and then, I mean, you know, not to jump the boom, boom gun, but then she wasn't even bottom three. Yeah, I know. That was so surprising. I know. I was like, and I mean, it's kind of nice because she was so, she was like, I'm going home. I'm going right. home. I don't even know the words yeah, to the song. Yeah, she really thought she was going home. So when you see her get like not even bottom three, you really feel like, Oh yeah, that must have just like. I wonder if they were giving her like a carte blanche of like, okay, sorry, it was a little unclear. Mm -hmm. Your runway was fine. 
and we'll see how you do. Right. We're There's gonna... this story between Candy and Tempest. Yeah, we're gonna and go Jasmine with that one. is stoned at regard, so let's freak her out a little bit <laughs> yeah, and make her think she's right. going home. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think before we get to the runway. Uh, oh, we get a little social justice corner here. Um. Yeah, is this with Trixie? Yeah, Trixie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Katya also has the line, I have the body of a 50-year-old Irish rock climber. Right, right. Where you're like, <laughs> okay, this is, I think, who Katya is. Yes. Got it, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, and I think that, like, I know we kind of have already covered this, but I think just this continuing story of Trixie not fitting in and all that, it's this really nice story of how we learn to accept differences. Yeah. You know, like, Trixie came in looking like a weirdo, and now she's kind of a gold standard. And isn't that crazy how we've all just adjusted right. to that? You think about Sasha. You think about mm-hmm. Sharon. You think about Jinx. It makes you think of what other kinds of different types of queens we could see on a season and then get used to as, of course, that kind of queen would be right. on this. Right. Of course, Absolutely. he or she or they would be on because yeah. that's not weird at all. I mean, Sharon certainly set a standard, yeah. right? Where yeah. it's like, oh, the underdog is what we all are and want to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you know, it's one of those things looking forward into whatever season seven ends up being, or season 11 ends up being. um, Legs open up like 7-Eleven. You know, if you're lucky, right? (laughs) Uh, You know, just don't call me Susan. Or you call me Susan. What do I care? (laughs) What a man. Yeah, just, you know, what a mighty good man. (laughs) Um, Mighty, mighty. Uh, I, I would love to see the next queen to push that like who's the next queen to come in with something that we are not used to and then down the line we're like oh that's not weird at all sure like what's that gonna be right and i wonder if we're gonna find out any about that in all stars oh all stars four maybe it'll be an all stars you know and- where something's rebranded as like yep they're still doing it mm-hmm. and it's awesome right right yeah, yeah i just think that there is especially you know not that they're in competition but especially with Dragula and the boundaries that that doesn't and drag race Thailand, right? That the boundaries that they don't uphold. Sure. Um, I just, I think it would be so cool to see that same hints of that same progression on drag race. Right. Yeah. Right. To the point where we have bald Queens winning, where we yeah. have flat chested Queens winning. Right. Yeah. Where we, we don't even question, we don't even care what the gender of the winner is. Right. Yeah. Like, right. no, like that's, what's cool about drag race is you don't really have to ask what the gender is. Whereas right. other shows you need to know Yeah. here. Eh, we don't really care. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Ma- doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, all right. So we have this runway. Um, oh, and we talked about Trixie, right? This idea of, you know, her, her boyfriend's family doesn't accept oh, her. Oh, right. It's yeah. the continuing thing of, like, Trixie being this, like, monster. Right. Yeah. That it's cute to think that Trixie had a boyfriend during this season. It's just like, oh, I wonder who Trixie's boyfriend was. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's could, he up to? Is he pissed now? Right. Or is, is his family, like, literally, like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, maybe we should have changed our minds about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too um, little, too late. Yeah, bitch. you know, now she's on All Right, Mary, and here we are telling you to, you know, if we knew, if we, if knew. we knew. If only we knew. Ah. Um, yeah, so the runway, uh, I did like Rue's Blue Illusion. Me this too. was really pretty. I thought this, I you know, she says this earlier in the workroom, and I think she says it in another episode of another season, but the quote, a nude illusion, is some kind of reference. It sounds very Eartha Kit. I that's my first guess. But Mary's, I'm putting out the call, the kitchen call, as one will. Uh-huh. What is that a reference to of a nude illusion? That's right. Because that's what she's that's what they're all doing. Nude. Uh, um yeah, and we have Ross Matthews. Oh, my sweet. It's like Ross. the trifecta, but it's a quatrecta, mm-hmm. right? So we have Ross Matthews, Carson, Michelle, and 
RuPaul. Yeah. And then special guest Kathy Griffin. The spare in the trunk, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I I mean, what a, especially Kathy being, she was on season two. That's right. And I think other seasons. Yeah. Right? Wasn't she on other seasons? Uh, Maybe. I feel like she's a great, like, recurring guest. I feel like she would have, wouldn't she have been clocked as somebody that's been on it more than Paul Abdul or uh, well, Paul, uh, Jackson? Paula was the most lip-synced oh, artist. Oh, so, but the the judge that's been on the most is uh, the youngest oh, Jackson. Oh, LaToya. LaToya. LaToya's been on many seasons. Uh, seasons. I feel like Kathy could be on maybe a three. Three of them. Three probably at the most. Yeah. yeah. How many was LaToya on? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was. I I feel like many. Okay. At least, at least four or five. At least four. I mean, she was on the Gone with the Window Challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's one. And yeah. then she did a comedy challenge too recently. Didn't she? She Kathy? helped She helped people out with comedy. Oh. um, Yeah. It was All-Stars um, 3? It was in uh, All-Stars 2 with... Uh, uh, I thought oh didn't I, didn't she didn't she do All Stars two and she told them how to it was when they had to work together yeah no I know and jump now, in a car right? and that wasn't Sherry O'Terry oh no no that was season two yes with Raven. that's right so Kathy Griffin wasn't on season two she was on season two but it was the first episode she wasn't gone with the window oh yes 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 yeah yes. So, um okay. So she was probably so. The point being, Kathy Griffin is an alum. Yeah, um, a big and alum. it's good to see her back. I'd love to see her again, especially now that she's kind of in the news in a new way, right? Um, as an outspoken figure, even more so than usual. I would love to see her back on All Stars Four season eleven. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, right. Um, I have to say that I hate these bodysuits on the runway. Like, I, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they were blurred. Oh, Because they're know. in drag. I know. And then, because you. so weird. And you see them in Untucked, you're like, what are we blurring? Yeah. Like, honestly. Are we really that afraid of the sight of a woman's. A nipple? A, a woman's nipple. And I say that in quotes because right. there's it's no not, woman it's here. It's like a cartoon. It's a cartoon. And Violet, I mean, is, right. is standing there unblurred, you know, obviously neck up. I'm like, or, you know, waist up. It's like, what? What are we blurring here? What are we censoring? Are we on the same show? On the same show? I don't even know. Am I on a different show? Um, the other thing that I thought was really fucked up, uh, you know, if we're gonna go to the all right married place, that all of the bodysuits, there weren't any black quote unquote bodysuits. Oh, that's <clears throat> there weren't any bodysuits of color, if that's you will. That's true. I'm thinking of like Kennedy. I'm thinking It was completely no, different than their right. skin tones. They were. They didn't match at all. And I feel like I remember hearing about that, that like they didn't have Is that fucked up? It's it's strange. Because it's like that's not a nude illusion. That's yeah. you wearing a taupe bodysuit. Right. Yeah. Um, that is strange. I'd love to get more tea on like why, what the deal is WTF. with that. WTF. Yeah. Yeah. Because like they know who they've got and they have to give them bodysuits that, I mean, I guess they have to tailor them to some extent. You think Tempest. that they were, I thought that they were not given bodysuits because some girls didn't come with them. They had to buy them. Oh, I. They had to bring them, Mary. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, I would love to get more details on like what the story is on these bodysuits. I think it was a huge misstep. Yeah, I feel like stupid. I feel I, like, I like the challenge of like we're all born naked and mm-hmm. doing something with that, but these the bodysuits were terrible. Yeah, I think if they just did a nude illusion challenge, that would have been really interesting because it's. Well, I, I think the one that I thought was most successful with the nude illusion was Trixie Mattel because it was this Barbie doll. There was a story that to they it. still blurred out, by the way. Oh, I know. Um, that was the dumbest there was, one. There was, yeah, there was a story of like, oh, she's a doll. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, or Max was interesting too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great too. Yeah, yeah. So like, they did something with it, but so many of them like 
like Jaden, for example, where it's just like, you look really cute, but like there's not like once you took that robe off, there's nothing going on here from the neck down. Whereas I would have preferred to see Jaden doing a look that incorporates nude illusion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And the only kind of contouring that we saw really, the best one was uh, Kasha Davis really did every kind of beautiful line that you see in Untucked. Mm -hmm. And we don't even experience it on the show, which is, you know, Yeah, her bodysuit looked really good. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, then Kennedy was like, well, this is how it was painted. So it seemed like she didn't have much control over, like, the suit. I think the bodysuits, I think it was probably, I don't know what the story was. I think it was a a misstep, in my opinion, for a couple of reasons. Um, Yeah, I mean, even with Tempest getting red for her, the the saggy one, I'm just like, this this all doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, it was like saggy was like the least of its problems. Sure. The whole thing was stupid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we can we can kind of walk through these. I mean, I didn't have many notes. I mean, th- I had, one of the notes was that Kennedy's like drama big hair gowns to the floor. Like it was awesome. Oh yeah, Nefertiti. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I loved. I think this is a great. Um, tote bag is Katya when in doubt show him your asshole yeah. I don't know the I don't know I had forgotten I about I don't know I thought I that know. was like that's part of her charm um, um, Pearl Ka- oh that, well just kind of I'm just oh, going go down the it. line Kasha Davis um, I love a Mrs. Roper realness oh, I, I love see. that yes. caftan I yes, thought that yes, was yes. so Caftans cute great. yeah um, Sasha Bell bra um, Fame had a fashion poncho which I'm not buying I saw the neckline of the bodysuit again mm-hmm. these bodysuits I think weren't you know, I mean, yeah. some of the girls knew to cover up the lines of yeah. the bodysuit. Yeah, so it didn't look like, like a one. Chanel covering up the breastplate lines. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, Tempest, Sag Harbor. Right. Called. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Trixie, yeah, they censored it and it's a fucking doll. Oh this couldn't be God. stupider. Yeah. Um, Pearl gave us that walk. So the tacky 90s Versace, I mean, it was it was fabulous. Yeah. I will say this. She wasn't naked, so I'm surprised she didn't get red. Like, was it just how fierce that look was? I mean, the runway on ambient. I mean, like, it was a mood. Yeah, but she wasn't naked. The naked thing was such an interpretation, right? Because it's like Katya just wore a thong. Violet but then wore nothing. Jasmine gets red because mm. she doesn't take off the fringe. Because she wasn't. T- she didn't take off the fringe. Like it was so across the board. It didn't really like. There was no standard. It was shenanigans. Um, she nanigans. She nanigans. <laughs> uh, Max, I wrote uh, polio string cheese. Yes, uh, yes, and I loved it. It was so weird. And oh, it was disability drag realness. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Like fierce, but like, right. like not playing weak. Right, like it. No was, way. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, Ginger. The note I took was enough with the classy. Stop talking about being classy. Like four times this episode, I, you know, I try to keep it classy. I like to be classy. I'm classy. Enough with the classy. Right. Like just be Edith Massey with eggs in her head. <laughs> you know, uh, and Jasmine. Yeah, you a see a little titty, bit of tish, a little, little ass, bit of ass, a little cut, cut, a little cut, cut. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, yeah was I great mean, runway. just the the deli- I mean, it's the iconic. Delivery. It's just yes. iconic. Absolutely, um, it is iconic. Yeah, yeah. And she got you know she got red for that, but it was an iconic moment. We're still talking about yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, that's um, what drag is, Mary. That's what drag is. Are you still yes. talking about it? Yeah. Because there's so many quote unquote perfect looks that I don't remember. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um. And then there's Candy's bearded lizard. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. That was there was a lot of beard. Yeah. I, I. But you know, women. I mean, I don't know. There's a the, there's a bearded challenge this season. No, I know. I think in, I think there's intentionality. You sure. know, I think it's 
Bianca got the same kind of read in the first episode. They're like, oh, highlight eyes are they're the highlighters a little much. Right. You're painting for TV. Yeah. You know, they're looking for things to kind of correct, mm-hmm. which, I, you know, if yeah. I was a contestant, I would, you know, maybe do one thing wrong right. so that I could know to correct it later. Right. Right. Know? And I feel like this first episode, like, I feel like when they do correct them, like, hey, just so you know, you're painting for TV, I feel like that should be a pass. Like, Sure. I think yeah. that needs to get used thin. to it. Yeah. I've never been on TV, TV before. Okay. Got it. Like that to me doesn't seem like a fatal flaw. Right. Um, right. And then uh, JDF, it was, I, I thought she looked gorgeous. Like there was just this like vivaciousness to her. No pun intended. Yeah. No, I wrote that she was giving me a little bit of like fun aunt. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like fun aunt Vivica. You know what I mean? She reminds me of like my aunt's daughter. So like my cousin, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, oh, my cousin's here. Fun you cousin know? Cynthia. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like she looks just like her mom. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. You know what I'm talking I, about? Yeah. I get that look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know where you're going. Um, and Violet Naked Lady. I mean. I loved it. I yeah. just, I thought it was so cool. It was, it was uh, out of the box, yeah. right? In the same yeah. way that Trixie was. There was a concept to mm-hmm. it and it was thought through. Yeah. It was, and I don't remember if the order was the same, but it, it felt a little bit, it's not the exact same, like when Sharon came out and the blood came out of her mouth. Like, oh, oh we're doing this. Right, right. And when she came out and just dropped the robe and was yes. naked, it's like. Oh, you're doing this. You think about Nina Bonita Brown coming mm-hmm. out in her uh, Lady Gaga look. Right. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. the peach and then this? Right. Like, this is what you're doing. Okay. Right. So I think, like, she, Violet was really smart this episode because both in the mini challenge and, you know, the main challenge, like, she put a real stamp. Absolutely. And, like, made statements right from the right. beginning. Like an Aquaria. Yeah. 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 Um, and that, you know, makes me think of, like, not saving looks. You know, obviously there wasn't much of a look to not save for this episode or totally. save, but she, I feel like with Violet, because that's her strength, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about saving looks. I got more. Yeah. Like, wait till you see my my reunion look in season eight. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I got looks. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I, it's like, wow. Yeah. We're yeah. going to see it. Um, yeah, so then we have the deliberation. I mean, we we saw Kathy versus Michelle with the boy body. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the no iconic gift. The iconic no. To the contour on the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha's confused by the assignment. The other one that I wanted to bring up was uh, Carson thinking that Kennedy looked too costumey. And then Michelle coming to her defense. It's a drag competition, so it can look costume. Where are the, you know, I'm, I'm just like... I don't believe you, Michelle, because later on or earlier, I don't know. I can't think of it. Maybe Marius can help us out. Where are the receipts? I feel like Michelle has clocked queens before. Yeah. For no. having for being too costumey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think this is like a Laganja situation of like, I don't remember when, but I know you came for me. Adore. This isn't that like this actually happened. Like, yeah. I feel like there are times where Michelle has clocked looking costumey and you know, it's it's just kind of like, okay, where's the target? And when yeah. does it move? And what's it, it about? You know? and, and I understand, like, she's a judge on a TV show, a reality mm-hmm. show, and she's doing her job. Yeah. So I'm not really clocking Michelle, but I am clocking the edit of, like, okay, I know that this deliberation went on for a while, and you chose this, mm-hmm. and Michelle now looks inconsistent. Sure, sure. And I, and I guess when I think about what it means, like, the idea that comes to my mind immediately about costumey is that, it doesn't look like it looks like it's wearing you. When I think of someone being costumey, I think that there is a, a lack of cohesion. I see. You don't look like you're being that. You look like you're 
pretending to be that. Yes, but there's also an aesthetic there. I think of Disasterina, mm-hmm. who looks like she rummaged through a garage and then put on a show in her backyard. Yeah, and there's which full is conviction. Such, exactly, you know? and it's such a look. Yeah, at no point do I doubt her in that look, or do I think... Because it just there's it also comes it's similar comes comes with age. Disasterina knows who exactly who she yes. is. Disasterina, of course, is on Dragula season two for Marys that don't watch Dragula. Yeah. Right, right, and is amazing. And she's yeah, um, she's a calzone queen. calzone queen. She's beyond pizza. Um, <laughs> you never know what's in. There. You don't know what's in there. <laughs> Ricotta is just the start. Yeah, that's just what answers the door. Is it spinach? Is it you don't want to know what that is? It's chutney. Um, it's cut cut. Yeah, it's cut cut. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of tish. It's a little bit of ass. And it's a little bit of cut cut um and so uh yeah no i think that it it to me costumey is just a matter of like how much you're wearing it versus it's wearing you right you know right um i think of like peppermint in her final four look that big red dress Mm. you could call that costumey but she was she was living yeah so oh totally yeah um we get another kind of uh story editor bait right where they're trying to create stories right at the stop the start of a season Mm -hmm. so they're like oh who are you least impressed by and i think that that is certainly like let's push this right so you have uh, people calling tempest out trixie pearl ginger and sasha Sasha, I feel like, oh, they're like, oh, three people pick Sasha, keep her on. Right. This is this is even better than sending her home. Is yes. Keep, of course, keep her on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also love just kind of looking through the through lines and where things go. I think it's interesting when Kennedy chooses Trixie. Right. We'll meet again, Mary. <laughs> oh, we'll meet again and talk about this. That's and right. I'll come in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. yeah. And rip my hair out. Um, so it's just, you know, I mean, no grudges, but it's just oh, funny that that, God. like, well, I, totally. guess, I guess she was kind of impressive. Ugh. They both were. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not right. At, At all. all. <laughs> With those stones on her yes, face. Yes, oh, Looking like Hellraiser, too. Right? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we have the, the lip sync, <laughs> which is... One of my favorite RuPaul songs. Unfortunately, it's featuring Lucian P on me. Oh um, yeah, Geronimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I just had the note before we get. Uh, I I know this is our clip of the week, and I should have mentioned this earlier. But it, before we get into the lip sync, oh, go for it. I just think it's very ironic. Last of all, that Michelle is saying to Violet, like it wasn't feminine enough. And like she must have like had a head cold or something. She sounds like Kathleen Turner in a steel drum. So it's just like she did sound sick this episode. Right. I, so I noticed that too. Even more so it was just like, Well, girl, you know, you're you you're over here sounding like, you know, uh Kathleen Turner in a steel drum. Like <laughs> what's feminine? Who cares? You know? Um and so uh I I putting the pin in that because there's so much obviously about the importance of being feminine or the lack of importance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Which takes us to the lip sync. Mm. Geronimo. I love this song. You know, it's it's a bop. It's a bop. This is where we get... It's a hard lip sync, too, because there's a lot of fucking mm-hmm. words. This is where we get the infamous, at least for the Rue Caps videos, uh, quote of Candy Ho saying, what the fuck? Uh, like Lee Dawson, I think maybe Munis does, too. I think they use that frequently as sure. like a little refrain. I kind of loved how I think Jade and Dior Fierce was celebrating Tempest's arm movement. Like mm-hmm. she says, uh, Miss Tempest got that got these squiggly arms, but she's living, so I'm living. <laughs> 
I love that was my other favorite nuance was she was like starting to be like, well, she's doing these squiggly arms, but I mean, she's living, so I'm living. Like, yeah. if she's having a good time, so am I. Yeah, and I wonder how many people said something positive about that lip sync, so they chose that. You know, right, right. I mean, honestly, if this song started, especially against Candy Ho, I would just sit on the edge of the stairs and wait. I mean, oh my you know? god, like. Uh, I mean, Candy, it, I killed it. I can see what they're all saying. It's very aggressive. There's lots of fists and like, you know, but like the song's a little intense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it like, you know, from the start, you're like, unless this is going to be like a Ben de la Creme winning a Nicki Minaj lip sync right. against Aja kind of situation. Yeah. Who knows? Tempest could have come out and been hilarious and knew every word like a Coco Montrese type right. of lip sync. Right. She could, that could have been the best part is like you look at her and she can do that. Yeah. Yeah. She's and, pointing to her mouth. Right. Right. And she's not, you know, you think, oh, here's this like middle-aged dad right. professor. Right. And he kills the song. Yeah. It's a great storyline. Yeah. It did not happen this episode. She should have put back on the shroud. And use that mm-hmm. as yeah. like movement or something. Yeah, I wonder. She was kind of stuck in this bodysuit that didn't fit her that well. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, and the song didn't. There was just nothing for her to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't even know what I would do with that song. Oh, I, you have to dance to that song and lip sync the fuck out of it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would just like keep bringing the faces. I would keep doing those Katya oh faces. Yeah. I mean, she's rapping. So mm-hmm. you, you just do that. Right. You do like a Nippy, Nicki Minaj type of performance. You get that precision. Like I would just do what Ben de la Creme did of like, I'm like, I think what was it? The lip sync was like playing tired. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Playing yeah. tired and like playing off of the person mm-hmm. that's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So stealing focus by being the negative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like being, you know, I always think about the Alaska Alyssa comedy stand up comedy oh, challenge sure. where Alaska just had the punchlines. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Tempest is downgraded to a tropical storm. <laughs> Uh, she loses steam once she makes landfall. That's right. Um, uh, you're never too old, though. You're no. never too anything. She was a much welcome shower. We needed the rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, um, but I love that. You're never too old. You're never too anything. Again, pushing this like, okay, her kids are gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you know, it, obviously, Tempest is. You know, she hasn't disappeared. She's still involved with the franchise. Yeah. She's still. It's not like they stop working because they go home first, you know? And it's very on brand for RuPaul's Gospel and also uh, just queer people in general. Um, You're never too anything. You're never too loud. You're never too bright. You're never too... Uh, funny you're never mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're like you're never too gay you're yeah. never to this that if you're not hurting yourself or anybody else then you are exactly how you need to be right yeah yeah um so it's a nice little message to send yeah. off um a quick the, little the sort of in the room yeah of course uh I, and of course the end of the episode we get the the little you know let the music play music and it brought me right back to thailand oh it was you know uh sure yeah oh, i love that and it's not a cover i used to keep thinking that during drag race thailand it's not they that they were playing a cover of fly tonight oh Oh, no. It's the ma- it's a regular yeah, song. That's it. It's just auto tune, Mary. Right. Um, but in Drag Race Thailand, you get more of the song. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Untucked? Yeah. Can we take a little pee break and do Untucked? Let's do it. Great. And we're back, Mary's. Uh, we just had a little cook break. Sorry, pee yeah, break. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep saying cook Um <laughs> cook, I think cook. you add a T to it. Yeah, there's I, a T on there. Yeah, cook cook. I guess yeah, I guess it's there. Yeah, yeah, cut, cut. yeah. Cut, cut. You get the tea and cut cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, untucked. This is unstructured. I don't know. If, 
I think they were just exploring what was going to happen here. Yeah. I do love that we can see their nipples and their vaginas. I think it's like, okay, let's, these are women. This is what we were afraid of. This yeah. is what we were protecting people from. Right. What am I worried about here? Um, there is a screenshot that I've taken of Ginger Minj. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Spread Eagle yep. on the couch. And I really want to post it on Twitter, but I don't want to like offend some Marys or maybe they're at work and it's just like, Right. You know what I where mean? Where she's airing it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know where to put it, but it's fabulous. I mean, you know, honestly, I have scrolled Twitter at work and I've seen. Oops. Yup. Yup. It's like, there you are just scrolling. Oh, someone's butt plug just yeah, fell out. Right, yeah. Like right. I, um, you know, a, a little, a little midday gape, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's fine. I think it's what's dirty about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's beautiful. And she's just so comfortable. Oh my God. It looks so funny. Living her fantasy. Yeah. Just laying there. Yeah. Being no, I'm this like little lady. It's a great shot. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the classy. You're laying there. Right. You know, legs um, open. Yeah. Letting the breeze in. Um, the first note I took was Trixie Mattel saying, I'm, I'm not Shangela girl. <laughs> I'm not Shangela. Yes. I know. Can you believe that? I could not believe it. <laughs> raven. Raven. It's my raven. Um, I mean, there's one of those little things of like, oh, fuck. Oof. Does that have meaning later? Yeah. You were not Shangela. Right. No, no. you weren't. No. Um, and that's not like, oh, you shouldn't have won All-Stars 3. It's just, no. I mean, you did not have the same uh, uh, track record as Shangela. That's right. You won. Yeah, you won. Yeah. You fucking won. Um, so you, prophetic. Yeah. 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 Uh, I took the note about Max's accent. I think because it just comes and goes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It comes and goes, and they also they talk about it. I think didn't they yeah. say like, so what part of Minnesota are you from? Right, yeah, right, yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Or Wisconsin. Like, yeah, London, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, and yeah, and Ginger is very funny. Where she's like, oh, she's the Madonna of Drag Race. It's right, like, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't take too many notes because uh, it seemed just very kind of exploratory. Like I don't think they really knew what to do with all these people in the room. Yeah. Um. Nobody really wanted to be shady. They no. created the drama when it was like, who did you pick? Who did you pick? Right. So it worked like a charm for the producers. Um, I did think it was interesting to talk about Pearl, how they kind of read Pearl. And Pearl was like, what? Yeah. And kind of caught off guard about it in kind of a sweet way. Um, and then it was like, she says, you know, gay people judging me, big surprise. And I'm like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And then Pearl is like, just like judging Sasha Bell, like, the right, looking like the Jolly Green Giant, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it. it I'm not. It, it, the story that they're telling with the editing or whatever, it, it's not surprising, right, that you would feel that way and then kind of like Lash. find someone else to like play hot potato with right. these feelings. Right. Um, you know, poor Sasha Bell. I mean, I, the, I feel like there's some people who like hear when she says, like, I got confused by the assignment. And they think, oh, she must be making a reference to Dropkick Gorgeous. But I don't think that's where she makes the reference. I think we hear in Untucked, they cut back to the runway. Right, we hear And the they whole show thing. her, put her hands up and say, and, and to obviously quote, I misunderstood the assignment. And you hear Ross laugh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was the moment. Yes. They got the joke. Right. They, you they know, knew it what was, happened. They knew what happened. They knew the reference, or at least Ross did, thank God. Um, but you know, they got to play her up like she's an idiot, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm glad we got to see like some of the reality. There, totally. You know, yeah. no, I was, I, I like when they show more, yeah. uh, and not just what we just saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. They talk about their balls hurting and going numb, which we don't really hear about ever. No. And I don't need to, to be honest. Uh, yeah. yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Just um, because I then end up grabbing my crotch in pain. Um, the other, uh, thing that I, th- I thought was interesting was, uh, the beginning of this gender fluid acceptance, right? Where Kennedy, 
talks about Violet's body. She's like, you know, from my generation and my type of drag, like it is a no, no. Right. You have to have a feminine illusion. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it does seem, I mean, there's certainly a a change there. Yeah. It's a rift. Well, Um, it's acceptable what feminine means. Yeah. And I think it's kind of going back to standards that were set in a certain competition environment of like, Hey, this it's almost like what RuPaul would say about drag race of like, this is about seeing cisgendered men transgen- transform yes. into it's an interesting slip um, to transform <laughs> into um, women, and that was like the way that he saw Drag Race. And I I can understand that there is certain pageant circuits and scenes where we have a set idea of what you come in as, mm. um, and then like what you do. And I think that it makes me think of what Bitch was telling us about like. Even if, if you're a different queen in, in Atlanta, for example, or in the pageant scene, they want to know that you can do these standards sure. first before you do some weird shit. Right. And I I can understand that as creating like a base of like, can you do this one look that we all have to do? Yeah, it's like going to art school, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to paint the fruit in the bowl. Yeah. You yeah, know? exactly. It's like basic figure drawing. Can you like draw the picture of the person standing in front of you mm-hmm. and you have to draw it like a hundred times? Right. Right. Before and, it's going to start to be your style, mm-hmm, you know? People right. don't develop a style until they've learned kind of how to move their hand. Right, right. And I think then, going with that, then it's like, okay, but especially with drag, who's to say what that figure drawing has to be of? Maybe it's not a bowl of fruit. You're absolutely Maybe right. it's a, you know, a pile of cheese doodles. Yes. But you learn how to create an image, and you learn how to get the... <clears throat> like the aesthetics and the, the techniques of drag, whatever your techniques right, are. Right, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> but even as I'm saying that, I'm like, or you just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Well, that's do, what I was going to say. Just do like, it right. You do it well. Be, you, you could know? be like a Stanley Tucci, like underneath the covers, looking at, you know, cover of Vogue magazine or mm-hmm. Runway magazine. Right. Um, and, and just being a study, I think of like an Aquaria, where all she did was like, uh, she started, um, uh, what was it, photoshopping her face. Yep, and then just drawing based on and what she did. And that's what she drew, and mm-hmm. that was how she developed her technique. Right. So you can develop it, but what she was doing on the computer is basically using technology for what girls in the 80s and 60s and 50s already were, you know, were doing over and over and over and exactly. over. Exactly, and it's like, does that, I mean, we're seeing that in Doesn't so many negate. places. Does it negate it? No. no. I mean, I, I saw... You know, I think there's so much about like cosplay, right? And it's like, I think there's this idea that if you're buying your costume versus making it, then you're less of a cosplayer. And it's like, no, you're just using the resources you have available. I see that. You know, and I think that... There is an art, though, to like... I mean, when I think about a drag queen, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want you to do your own makeup. Sure. Yeah, I kind of want you to make, be able to make something. Yeah, and I agree with you. And then I, and, and I yes and that and say, well, then I think of Erica Clash in the first episode of Dragula season two of like, once we start getting into who's a monster and who's you're not, right. you're right. Now we're defeating the point. You're right. You're absolutely right. I think I'm all- not, I'm not saying that it's bad, but mm-hmm. I will say I'm more impressed by Lipsinka's. Uh, you know, soundscapes that she creates yep. rather than doing all three verses of a Beyonce song. It's the type of drag that resonates for you. And yes. that's what's great. Is that's like, right. That's the one that speaks to me. Yeah, the Beyonce numbers don't really speak to me, but I don't, that's not because it's bad drag. Right. Just not it's not country. because I don't like Beyonce. Yeah. I love no. Beyonce. Yeah, no, totally. It's yeah. just, that's what resonates. So, right. um, yeah, and it just, it's, it. I think I'm glad that there are other ways to develop your drag now. I'm glad that there are yeah. lots of opportunities and options, and I think it it makes it accessible for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. You don't have to have a drag mother that 
you know, you maybe don't have in Tennessee right. or in Alabama. Feeling like it's this like country club you need to be welcomed into. Right. Your drag mother can be Miranda Priestley. Your drag mother yeah. can be Elvira, right? Yeah. And you're just going to keep painting Elvira on your face. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, and if all it is is just because you're just, you're not trying to get on drag race, you're just playing with drag and right. playing with like art. all the crayons all the, the colors in the color yeah. coloring box yeah like it's it's that thing <laughs> of, you know box. we talk about drag on such a professional level so often is like this could just be something you're doing for fun yeah why I, not i just want to i just want to paint on my face and see what i make totally yeah um i'm with you mary yeah i mean i don't do it very often but I would love to be put in a drag. I would love to get that full experience, whatever kind of drag. Right. And, you know, I guess that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth for someone like Kennedy, who I think was kind of like that with Milk. Yes. On mm-hmm. All Stars 2, where mm-hmm. she's like, I just don't understand. Yeah. It's like, how can you not understand? You're a fucking artist. Exactly. How could you not understand? Like, I don't, you I, might not I don't, do it. I don't get that. And that happened even on Milk's uh, season six. Mm-hmm. I think Gia Gunn and a Gia. Bunch, yeah, yeah, some of the queens were just shading her. And it's like, you don't, I don't, this is performance art. Right. Are you not seeing that? And I guess it just depends on how you were, got into drag. It's pageant. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, femme illusion. Right. And, and competition. And I mean, I think, you know, it makes me think again, I mean, it's so cool. We spent so much time with Dragula and then getting to talk to bitch because it was like, we got other perspectives. Like she was talking about that, like house of gun where it was like, it's not about how, how, seamless your illusion is it's the character yes whatever you're doing to create that character i don't fucking care right just create a good character yeah. but put them up on your head yeah and there yeah. you go you have a character and i just think like that's relevant too yeah and if that's the way that drag speaks to you why is that not valid right that's crazy to not be valid totally. you know totally yeah i'm, I'm trying to I'm, I, am i thinking of fred armison there's certain characters that will become women or be, be in drag with very minimal props. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I <clears throat> I think that SNL does that a lot of just like... He's not painting his face no. like anything, but you totally see that he's a woman. Yeah, and that, yeah, I don't, I don't need even much of a voice change. No. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't need all of that. I just need you to show me who this person is. Right. You know, when he does the, Hey, I'm your mother sketch. Yes. It's like, I don't even think that it's a man. Yeah. I know who that, I know who that character is. I know who that woman is. And you're giving me the nuances. I need to see that. I'm not seeing a man in a wig and a dress. I'm Mm -hmm. seeing that the mother being crazy. And that's, it's so Mm -hmm. funny. I mean, to go back, you know, obviously she's, she's fresh on the minds because she's fresh on the podcast. But when I think of like bitch puddings, alien waitress sure that look could have been half as as right. impeccable as it was it could have been still would have been fun and i still would have known exactly That's what right. she's doing exactly yeah. yeah yeah dotty from the diner yeah. yeah yeah exactly i've i've got it you the fact that it's so polished is just like it's gravy right no pun oh, intended yeah. Oh, gravy. yeah burn one yeah, yeah. <laughs> order up yeah <laughs> hey fred it, it's, it's making me want cheese fries real oh, bad oh yeah so, and a hot dog yeah <laughs> so fuck you um yeah so anyway so uh i just thought going back to violet i it's actually really brilliant that Violet presented this on the runway. Oh, yeah. It's actually really brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, in some ways it makes me think of Milk doing the boy Rue look of like, sure. I'm going to I'm gonna just cut through all the crap right. and I'm going to do exactly what you said in a way that's totally subverting the challenge. Yeah. You want me to be RuPaul? Here, I'm RuPaul. You yeah. want me to be naked? Here, I'm naked. Mm. And I think that being direct ends up being subversive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is subversive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, and mm-hmm. I like that Violet got called out by Michelle, and then 
lauded by the the, the guest judge. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, always important. I'm glad that it got validated. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so of course the the thing that I also noticed. I mean, there's two other things I liked about this Untucked. I love those reaction videos of them finding out. Oh yeah, but that was just really sweet. What's interesting, Jasmine on Whimsicky Voltal said that she was eating a burrito when she found out. I'm like, she was I driving. Know. I had the same thought of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I accepted it at face value. Yeah, it's fine. Her memory might be a little yeah, cloudy, maybe. you yeah. know. Maybe um, they find out kind of twice. I don't know. Maybe she put the burrito down. and she w- You could eat a burrito in the car. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've heard. Um, I mean, I don't know. If somebody said, like, T- keep your Skype on. We might Skype you. I'm like, oh, so I'm going to get on. Well, I you think know? it's like they'll. Do they, do they, like, act? Well, I think it's like we have a call scheduled. I'm sure that, like. They could tell them, you know, you made the top 20, but you, right, know, you know what I mean? Right, right, um, Try out but then, again. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's like then they're, I, yeah, I, I, when I was watching it, I was like, I don't think this is produced. I think these moments are real. I get it, yeah. yeah. No, oh, no, I didn't, I thought that all their reactions were real, especially Jaden's. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, it was, uh, it, I, I second-guessed it for a second because of Jasmine Master's story recently. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I had the same moment of like. Didn't Jasmine? Oh, yeah. oh, the one I smiled. I think the biggest one, uh, besides Jaden, and of course Trixie because she's yeah, our girl. Yeah, um, was Pearls, because she was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't have anybody to tell. Now I'm alone oh, right yeah, now. I don't have anybody to tell. Oh my god, that was really sweet. And she had this big smile on. Yeah, and it made you think. Oh, like so she, she's a person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, this is like. When you see somebody's joy come through, you're yeah. like, oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah. There you are. Yeah. There you are, Valerie. There you oh, are. Tears, there you are, Valerie. Yeah. And there you are. Oh, yeah. There you are. Um, anyway. So, I mean, the other thing that we get with this kind of uh, untucked as we wrap things up is we see a much less produced version of Tempest leaving. Oh, um, yeah. And we also get to see them being on ice. And then we get to see when the remaining girls get cued to go back in the workroom. Right. And they have to put on their they reactions. Do. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. You know? And it's like that. Really brings was, things to life. That was one of the most revealing moments. Totally. That made that felt as meta as the vixen pointing the cameras and saying, but what they see. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're watching a TV show. Right. It was that was a cool moment. Um. Yeah, it was just it was kind of sad because we we got a very unproduced glimpse into mm. like what it feels like to leave. Yeah. Um and mm. you know, the first queen is out for Hi, season Mama. 7, yeah. 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 Well, that's season 7, Marys. If you have uh any reactions, any tea, uh we are watching Lugrets, which I encourage you all to do on YouTube, the mm-hmm. Katia series as she goes through uh, season seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at allrightmary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com, or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you and, and just uh, shoot the shit on some season seven tea. If you're coming back to us after our diversion from Drag Race franchise, uh, welcome back. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Um, and we're glad you're back. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Johnny also. And you can find more of me on my podcast in the details a celebration of nuance where i've been keeping it spooky all month i did my uh total queen out on texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> and uh next up is a total queen out on the infamous legendary iconic jamie lee curtis um and her recent appearance in the new halloween movie um speaking of halloween uh 
Happy almost Halloween, Marys. Yeah. It's two days to Halloween, uh, a drag holiday, if you will, a queer holiday. If you will. Uh, where all the witches, ghouls, and goblins come out. That's mm-hmm. all of us. We're all little monsters. Um, but we have a very special episode coming out on Halloween. Uh, we are uh, discussing... Hocus Pocus. Pocus. So get up into that. We're going to put a spell on you, man. Oh, we are, sisters. (laughs) Um, And of course, uh, while you're being spellbound, you can also follow me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, and you can get more of both of us. Uh, Hocus Pocus is going to be a bonus. It's going to be an open skate for everybody. That's right. But if you want to get more bonus episodes, uh, like our Elvira recap or our recent recap of The Witch, The Vavitch, Vavitch, if you will, you can. You can. And Clackety. You can head over to patreon.com backslash all right Mary and figure out how to get uh access to all of our bonus episodes. You get one every week. It's it's a deal. We have a great time. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's where we get to kind of take take our hair down. Yeah, let yeah. our wig lines pop a little. Um <laughs> and of course, now that you're back, if you're back, if you're here and you stayed, either way, it's a good time to le- head over to iTunes if you haven't already and leave a rating and a review telling the rest of the world why this is a podcast worth your time, your talent, and most importantly, your energy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Before we jump into the last chance lip sync, I just wanted to look ahead of the season, Marys. We will be doing some special crossover episodes with our sister podcast, Squirrel Friends. Squirrel Cocktail Friends Cocktail Hour. Hour. I can't believe we haven't mentioned that at all. I know yes. we talked about it previously. We used to have a segment called All Right, Amanda. All Right, Amanda. Uh, where we talked about Squirrel Friends yeah. and what they were up to. So we might have to um, reinstate that because we're going to be doing the episodes kind of in tandem. We are. And then... Uh, switching it up every once in a while so um it's totally worth listening if you are not a squirrel mary um it's totally worth listening to both to get both perspectives um and be sure to check us out when we cross over and eventually get together uh for one big group chat towards the end of the season there we go so our last chance of sync colin what's what do we got in the docket here well you know we've been kind of hinting at it all episode in a way um you may have heard us say a few times that it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Well, this this week's last chance lip sync is uh, from the new Christine and the Queens album, and it is doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and it matters, and you matter, <laughs> and um, we'll see you next week for more matters. All right, Mary, you matter. Ignoring on when they kiss. Nintendo was the service and the blatantly the only people I can stare at on rather ones with pants laid back, their hands are numb and empty. The doors side and soothes me like whispers in my back as if I couldn't hear though I left goes behind, but they just come in. Doesn't matter, does it? 